It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Hey everybody, welcome back to the All Drunk Podcast. <laughs> the Pound. Pound it's, it's the podcast. Yeah, welcome back to the All Drunk Podcast with uh, your hosts, Jackson and Colton. <laughs> We're here to watch a Spider Man movie. We're going to finish the Sam Raimi trilogy with Spider Man 3, and that's the one with Bully McGuire and all the memes. Yep, it's and the best <laughs> movie in the, fr- in the entire franchise. Easily. Yeah, including in, including Spider Verse, Tom Holland, Spider Verse, yeah. yeah, and all the comics. It's well, and and I all of the quite, video games. I wouldn't quite put it with Amazing Spider Man Two. That's a little. <laughs> that's higher tier, um, but not as memed. Which is sad that it's not as memed. You know, at least you know we got good memes out of this. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> I used to like this one a lot when I was a kid. When it came out, I was like, oh my God, it's got Venom. It's got Sandman. It's got everybody. I loved this movie when I was a kid. But then watching it, before I, as be- I just slowly as I got older on rewatches, I was like, wait, yeah, this, back what's when happening? I, when it came out and actually, I was a kid and I was just in the mode of like, I don't care if it's technically good or bad. I'm just having a good time. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> now we care. Now, now we're care. cynics. <laughs> we're podcasters. So we have to have negative opinions. No. <laughs> Anyways, I think a lot of people... I saw a YouTuber that actually did a video essay. It was like, Spider-Man 3 is actually an unbridled comedy like masterpiece. <laughs> Unintentionally, Unintentionally, <though. laughs> yeah. But anyways, we're going to get into it. If you haven't listened to a commentary before, um, we're going to say 3, 2, 1, play, and then I'll hit play. And then we're going to sync when the Columbia logo ends. And we're going to say... Now take on this famous quote yeah. from Bully McGuire. <laughs> and or we could also say, I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Either way. Uh, I think we should whisper. Whisper, yeah. I like that, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> three, two, one, play. And also, we had to record a second time. I'm breaking the illusion. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I was trying it on Voodoo and it's buffering, but now we're on Hulu. And it's the Hulu seems to be working Seems so pretty far. good. Yeah. There's a Columbia logo, a Sony Pictures Entertainment. Now take on company. this. Now take on this. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, we were in sync last time. Damn. Oh, they're, they're, it's ended. Marvel logo Marvel starting logo. now. The original Marvel logo, which I, I prefer. I think you guys got the... I love this old Marvel logo. Yeah. I mean, I get the new one. I get no, why, yeah, because I get they're celebrating they, the MCU and everything yeah. and all the actors. I'm not saying they should go back to this logo. I just like I think if one. they did like... I think the Deadpool three should keep that logo, yeah, I, I or at least have it in the beginning because they've done that before where they have the original logo and then it fades. Yeah, which which movie was it that um, it was right after Stan Lee died? I and think, the, and the Marvel logo was just all Stan Lee. Um, was that Guardians two? No, no, I don't think was, it was Guardian. No, that was before he died. That was before. Uh, I don't remember which one it is. Uh, but I liked that. That was a nice, a nice tribute, and that was a good version of the logo. Well, on Wakanda Forever, it was all Chadwick Boseman. Oh, cool! So they did a good tribute. That whole movie's a tribute to him. 
That's a yeah. great movie, I would say. Now we're watching this. It's this is a movie. If anything, <laughs> this is one of the movies of all time. It is <laughs> one of the Spider-Man movies of all time. Uh, and yeah, the whole intro recaps both the movies. Which, when I was a kid, even then, I was like, okay, this is boring. Yeah, I mean... There's I, a lot of parts in this movie where I'm straight up bored. I feel like, <laughs> I feel um, like this, this whole recap thing was unnecessary. Very unnecessary. Everyone knows... Hell, the first Spider-Man movie only came out five years prior to this. Yeah, and, and it's the not, second and one it's, was 04. It's not like this movie lacks exposition either. No, this is just the beginning. But it may, see, maybe there, it has too much exposition. There's show, original music theme by Danny Elfman, Oingo Bongo. Love Danny Elfman. <laughs> He's done a lot of good stuff. He you guys was, should he, know. He, he did the singing voice for Jack Skeleton. Yep. And I I found out recently the speaking voice voice actor. Well, was and I Prince want to Dink from oh, Princess who? Bride. Wait, say that again. Pr- the speaking voice for Jack Skeleton was Prince Humperdinck from Princess, oh, Princess wow. Bride. So, but speaking of scores, <laughs> still an amazing score, still the best Spider-Man score in my opinion. One of the best superhero scores, yeah, of all it, time. It, I mean, I it's, think it's up there with the John Williams uh, Superman score. Um, well, because it has more of the complexities that Danny Elfman puts into his scores, like in Batman '89, mm-hmm. but it has the cheering, like, uh, yeah, I, sunset. I like, love the score for the. Batman movies, but it's um, an uplifting score. I like think it, this was a better. It has that uplifting. Here's the superhero. Yeah, like it's, it's still staying like this is a superhero movie. Yeah, just this like is, the original Superman scores. Yeah, you know, just very bold. Uh, speaking of bold, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I like how they're like they're friendly how? neighborhoods. So you they have, know, they're just but then they still them? felt the need to recap the entire the the other two movies. I love how like, they're wasting city resources to film this guy. It's like <laughs> so what? Just look up. He's probably swinging around if it, he's not walking I, around like a youth uh, pastor. I, I bet they just hired some freelance people to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably well, you don't think Peter they have Parker to like, do it. That's too good to be CT, CCTV. No way. Yeah. I love his little moped thing. I love that he rides his little moped th- thing to college. I, I, <laughs> I kind of, I mean, I've been in the looking around in the market for a little moped thing. And I'm like, if, if one came across, what like, do you think of the college that was kids? Like that? Are they still convincing? Not really. They look like There's they could people... be master's students. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, is that what he's? I is he just in his first four years here? I assume he is, unless he advanced. Yeah, I he assume... might have advanced a, a couple. Uh... I assume so, but yeah, great. Age I mean, wise, they all like. I'm years. like they could be masters. <laughs> like if they're all getting their if or getting their PhD students and stuff. Like, Honestly, they could be getting their PhD. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had several uh, students who were in my graduating class in my major who were in their 30s and 40s. No, that's normal. You know? Yeah. Um, but like a 21-year-old? 22? On How old av- is he supposed to be? Here? Yeah. On average, though, I think uh, most college students. So small next to those big guys. He squished. We talked about how he was a dick earlier in the last. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, quick recap of the abandoned podcast. Um, we shot it at the back of the barn, but uh, actually, I'm in a different mood now, though. 
I mean, do you want to just dog on him? Yeah. yeah. Does he have nervous. a punchable face? He does. Have, I, I definitely, I kind of want to punch him now, but I. Not I as have, much as last time. I, I've had a drink since then. Yeah, you used up. But he's just so <laughs> insufferable, right? Just way too happy for his own good. Yeah. He's less insufferable when he's sad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good. Speaking no, of, speaking okay, of which, people are going to take this the wrong way, though. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's, let's jump into uh, Jackson. What are you drinking tonight? Oh yeah, we almost missed that again. <laughs> I'm drinking just some Guinness Extra Stout. Uh, Pretty tasty. It's lower stuff. calorie, not as much as regular Guinness, but it's tasty and it's a black beer, black suit Spidey Man makes sense to me, and I'm on a budget. That, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, I just had some leftover stuff. Um, I have to get this uh, from Climb Hard Cider Company, the Blood Orange Hard Cider. Uh, nice. Which you should definitely have this other one. You think that's something uh, Harry would enjoy, or he would be like, "I'm too rich for that." No, he'd be drinking Maker's Mark. Jackson. Oh, true, he does drink Maker's Mark. <laughs> Because his Which dad did. I thought about buying a bottle of that for Speaking knowing that of we him. were going to record this this month, but I decided uh, actually no, I can't come bring myself to buy Maker's Mark. Because I wonder. There's way well, if whiskeys. we see Maker's Mark in this movie, we I think we should at least take a shot. Yeah, I do have some bourbon down here. Um, I have this uh, also just spare beer outlaw. Mile high light beer. Nice. It's a PBR ripoff. Oh, uh, like we always out. like in the second movie, where immediately when he sees Peter, like this time oh, he didn't yeah. say hi. He was like, Ask "You me. killed my father." Yeah. Or no, Spider Man killed my father. Give me pictures. It's like, wait, you're not Joe Jameson. You're <laughs> Jonah Jameson. Why are you mixing up your characters? <laughs> um, but yeah, le- leftover from. Um, well. Actually, uh, we don't know when this we don't is coming know, out. But it's uh, leftovers. It's leftovers. Uh, Cinder Dick uh, bourbon from Durango Craft Spirits here. Wow. Did you see the flowers? Harry got her. Peter just had a modest little vase full of eh, a dozen or so flowers. Harry was a bushel of flowers. Just <laughs> Damn. Just like one up. MJ, dump Peter right now. Go with Harry. <laughs> No, <laughs> maybe maybe if she did that, it would avoid all of this heartache and maybe distract Harry. Well, she fake dumps him though. <laughs> but hey, just because he's a poor guy, I mean, okay, see that clear looking one? The there's the one he uses a ski mask, basically. Yeah, he's just a fucking. I mean, I would have rode my dad's glider. That's a cool cooler. glider. I think it's rad. Well. But no, he has to have a, a, a hoverboard, a snowboard thing <laughs> with look at the look at that grip. Jeez. And he James Franco didn't try. No one tried in this movie. No, I can tell you that. Yeah, nobody gave a fuck. Everyone hated this movie. Um Well, I'm not talking about the audience, actually. I'm talking about the actors. The audience Everybody also didn't involved. give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, everyone involved with this movie. Well, I wonder what its box office was. Because, like I said, when it came out, I was super into it. Yeah, I, I was... I was a big fan of Venom already. These, like, these movies coincide with my with my childhood. Like, I watched the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s, and I just got on the Venom part around the time this movie was coming out. Yeah, well, I so re- just I remember I was really watching hyped. that show. I remember playing video games, Spider-Man video games, and I remember being stoked that the black suit was going to be a thing in this movie. Like, 
I thought that was rad. It still made eight hundred and ninety-five million. That's that's not bad. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> Compared to Spider-Man 2, it actually made the most out of any Spider-Man movie. Wow. I mean, out of the trilogy. The yeah. Tri- it made, like I said, $895 million. Um, Spider-Man 1 made 825 That was a big kickoff for the series. And oh, we'll get to the, the meteorite. I love how Sam Raimi skips all the cool stuff about it. It's like uh, it's a hits here. Oh, Sam, but, um, Sam Raimi just just doesn't apparently he does not like Venom as yeah, a character. He just at least when he made this, he didn't want to include him. He just didn't. Which that does seem odd because Venom does seem like it would be like a very good Evil Dead type thing. Yeah, a horror thing, and he does make it a horror thing here. Like he tries his, I think he did try to make it as good as he could with all the studio overhead. Because yeah. originally this movie, I believe it was just going to be New Goblin and Sandman. Yeah. Or I think it was even just going to be Sandman and New Goblin. It, they were going to tease that or something maybe. Um, but they were like, no, we want more villains. And I would have loved if they have a He fought for Venom to be in this movie. I do. I Well, I actually, I like Sandman in this. Here's Sandman. Yeah. Sandman's cool. In this. I think if it was um, just Sandman, yeah, the story would be quite simple. But I think you could make it a really good emotional story. It would have been a little more that. concise, leave more room for character growth. Yeah. Uh, and I also... Because the had, moment him and Sandman have If they later had on, done a fourth one, held off on New Goblin until then, I would have just enjoyed a whole other movie of Harry just being like, where's, where's Spider-Man, Peter? That would have been great. <laughs> Instead of actually fighting him. Which have, the fight is good. Have two whole movies of Harry also, what do you think of the sand? What do you think of the Sandman theme? Out of villain themes. It's decent. It's it's not it's memorable. slow. It's lumbering. Yeah, it's not memorable. Big brass, uh, but it's fine. Tubas. Oh yeah, I forgot about this entire subplot, and I forgot how long this movie is. Yeah, <laughs> or how long it feels, at least. Uh, his daughter, sick daughter. That's sad, but it should have just been this. They should have left the movie with just Sandman. Yeah, a little new goblin. And then Venom has to be his own thing. Yeah. That has to be a whole movie just for Venom, in my opinion. Venom and Carnage. I mean, and also, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> and also, if I'm acting extra uh, hype, well, not hyper, but I don't know. I did eat at a edible prior to this. <laughs> but it's a hybrid. Nice. So it's safe. It's <laughs> You're not going to OD on it. I sure hope not. Um, I love that he just has the comic book look, though. Yeah, he's the most comic accurate one. And I like that he just had that shirt in his like, in his closet, <laughs> his green stripe t shirt. I want to make sure it was tight fitting too. Yeah, I want a shirt like that. It's a good shirt. It's like the Thomas from- Hayden Church. Um, that's him, right? I'm not getting him wrong, right? Yeah, I think you're getting it right. He. Due to COVID and travel restrictions while they were filming No Way Home, and I'm sure I'll say this again, he couldn't actually be on set. He sent in his voice lines. Mm. That's why Sandman was entirely CGI'd a whole movie. Yeah. But then the scene where he turns back was just reused, basically rotoscoped footage. I mean, it was, from it was really movie. well done. And same thing with the lizard, too. Yeah. I do love the scene coming up with Sandman 
It's one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Or it might be the best scene in the whole movie, really. Where he's first turns into sand. Yeah. And then he looks at the... What's it called? <laughs> but yeah, what a... <laughs> How could you be with that outfit? You're a cartoon character of a prisoner. <laughs> but I love it. Khakis, green stripes. I saw shirt. a guy walking down the street in that outfit. I would just be like, <laughs> he's probably a supervillain of some kind. Yeah, he's wearing green. Green usually means bad guy. That's why Stanley and uh, Ditko made Hulk uh, green. Yeah. Green and purple, the bad guy colors. But that, so you would view him as a bad guy, as a villain, the reader and everyone in, within the world. Yeah. But you knew he was a hero deep down and whatever. <laughs> and this scene goes on forever. She tells oh. this whole boring, like not even significant to, I don't know, this whole boring story. <laughs> Am I being rude? <laughs> Am I being rude to an old lady? It is just, this movie takes a long time to get going. It, really it takes a long time to finish a scene. Yeah. It's just, the pacing is all over. And they fix that in the editor's cut. Yeah. It, this scene's not even in it. <laughs> Seriously. Good. It's a bad he, scene. He basically, well, part. You have my blessing. It should have been there. That should be Only the, the beginning the and the end of the scene is in it, basically. Like, damn, he's knocking. One of my neighbors is uh, having stroke. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I shouldn't be that, laughing at that. No, I shouldn't be. <laughs> and there's a lot of kids that live up there. That's such a grandma Anyways, teapot. They found an old tree on an island, that they, and they looked at the sky. Peter this has nothing be, to do with I mean, anything. I, I feel like Peter in this scene is feeling the same way we are. It's like, we don't want to be here listening to this scene. If you've ever had your grandma tell like a really long story that you just don't care about, you're just like, yeah. but you, you don't want to be a dick because it's your grandma. You care about your grandma. So you're just like <laughs> sitting there like, uh-huh, like nodding your head and smiling. Yeah. I think that's what he's kind of doing here. <laughs> he's barely even doing that. <laughs> oh. I mean, of course, yeah. Uncle Ben, man. There's a whole comic about how if Uncle Ben lived, though, he, he would actually like make a profit out, off of Spider-Man or something. Oh. Which doesn't make sense with his character, though. They just wrote that to be edgy. <laughs> Writers do that, people. They'll take something you love and just ruin it. They got to work. They got to make that money. Yep, just by ruining it. Um, <laughs> and when they're out of ideas... <laughs> They still got to be writing shit. Yep. So it's like, how do we ruin this great thing? Oh, this will get attention at least. <laughs> but yeah, we ruined that scene. I'm sorry. And boom. Now, okay. As far as the actual sequence go, like the choreography, I like it. This is the fine. fighting. Yeah. It's the animation. Really? That, yeah. That does not age well. And the green screen, 
<laughs> One of his classic frog faces. Uh, James Franco did joke around and say Toby looked like a frog on set. Just want to let you know. This is a really... But yeah. I like him fighting without his um, suit, you know, just Peter using his powers. Yeah, you're, you're the choreography and the general idea of this and scene. And fast pace and there's is... a lot of aerial, aerial battles. But come on. he could It could have been so much better if he was just like dressed up as the Hobgoblin. Same scene, but yeah. Hobgoblin. Orange cloak, everything. Also, if they put a little bit more effort into the animation. That too. Also, ski mask... <laughs> Retractable ski mask. I love it. Let's want, destroy property. I want a retractable ski mask. Wonder who is this? Is like an apartment building. But when this happened, this was a big deal. This scene, <laughs> I remember first scene. I was like, "Holy shit, they're finally fighting!" Yeah, and crawling around the wall and everything. But the CGI is so bad; like, I can't get around that. They the, should have the just poor kept, person's apartment that they just destroyed. They should. I know that too. But they should have just had him in the suit. That would have been easier. Yeah, but I do like that he's fighting without it. So it's like he's got to make sure no one knows, and he's just getting banged up on the wall. They do beat up on uh, Peter a lot in this. Probably Tobey Maguire, too, <laughs> as far as we know about the first couple of movies. This is a good shot here, though. That's yeah, a legitimately good shot. Yeah. Like, that. that is... I will... There's, there's a few shots and scenes and in the, this movie oh, that the I score. will praise. The score is great. Yeah. I love it. Like, I have some mods for Spider-Man that add music from the movies. And sometimes during combat encounters, it plays this music, which yeah. is pretty good. That <laughs> this video game cinematic there. His video game skateboard, This is not too. bad either. That's, that's a decent shot. He got the ring. Somehow it didn't hit the ground before all that happened. Um <laughs> Oh, and I like that. That was good. The was hoverboard, good. it sounds like it sounds like a jet engine. Like, they do a good job of that. Yeah, I just don't like that they just. Dis- I don't like the design or anything. I mean, at the very least, he should be riding it like a snowboard. Yeah, he's still riding it sideways. He should be riding it like this the whole time. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, I can actually do that? If you're yeah. Gonna, if you're going to do with the cool snowboard skateboard thing, go all the way with it. Yeah, just wear like- a backwards cap. Yeah. <laughs> Some vans. Well, a retractable, retractable backwards <laughs> right, cap. Of course. Oh, and he's got a sword, of course. Didn't Green Goblin have like the same sword in the new movie? I don't know. Did he? Or like a he had like a blade. I know that. He had some sort of blade. But getting past the CGI, this is a fun sequence. Yeah. And they play around with this sequence again from the first movie. Yeah. I would hate them too. Also, where's all the? This is a long. Imagine you like sleeping in your or like just hanging out in your apartment and you see all the shit flying by. This is a long alleyway too. It's a really long alleyway. Really long. Which I'm sure that there's alleyways like that in New York though. I've never been. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. Webs up all the goblin <laughs> boomerangs, or what are they called? The goblin rings. Goblin rings, of course. I don't Sorry. Know. <laughs> How did he not? Oh, this is the best shot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's clothesline. I mean, I Bang appreciate just... a no music, just hard clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Gets complete clothesline, just... bangs his head on wall, just ragdolls big... onto the dumpster. And just a big thunk. 
Yeah. I, I appreciate that. That's one of the greatest thunks of cinema history. <laughs> Let's wake all the neighbors up. Watch. <laughs> the residences, I guess not neighbors. But in New York, everyone's your neighbor. No, not really. I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I'd be very reluctant to help him. I'd be like, actually, I'd be like, he just tried to kill me. I'm just no, gonna but call. He's, P- he's Spider-Man. But I would be like, I'm gonna call an ambulance right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he does take him to the hospital, but I, my my reaction wouldn't be to do try to do CPR or anything. But like that's that. what Spider-Man I would, does. I would just be like, I'm gonna call an ambulance. He's always supposed to save people and everything, especially Harry. I mean, he wouldn't want to kill Harry. But he, I mean, he I has do, been I, a dick. You're, you're right, though. I, I do like in like in Homecoming, for example, when he specifically tries to save Vulture at the end. Yeah, he doesn't actually even fight him. Because he's like, this is... My girlfriend's dad. Yeah, he's like, this is what I do. I save people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's the first Spider-Man to actually really try that, though. This is a... I like this this scene here. It's very stylized. Because as we know from No Way Home... Which is the main one of the main plots of No Way Home? All the villains die, pretty much. Yeah, except for Sandman, I guess. But he should die because he just hit a dog. Yeah, and he's going into a particle physics test facility. <laughs> but I love these movies. Even this one still has the same kind of tone. It's just so comic book. Yeah, so just cartoony. Like it's in a comic book universe. At least the feel of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He's just in the sand pit. And they just turn it on. Even though they have windows. There's obviously a guy there. Like, they don't have a camera. All of these people should be fired. Yeah. Like, every single one of them. In real life, they would have just murdered somebody. Yeah. In a very bad, horrible way. (laughs) Would have been torn to shreds. Um. They're like, uh, it's just a bird. No, you have a whole ass person there. You don't have a camera? Yeah, yeah. No, and no you're about cameras. to incinerate this guy. <laughs> Bad idea. You never do that in a video game. <laughs> yeah. So why would you do it in the real world? Sandman. But he's going to become a Sandman now. Yeah. Not, not Mr. Sandman, though. <laughs> I heard that show's pretty good on Netflix. I, Sandman. I want to read the comics though, the Sandman comics. And yeah. They have the audiobooks. I have very little interest in watching that show. I kind of want to check it out. Uh, but that's that effect ages well. Yeah, it's a pretty good job. You can tell do. the visual effects artists really put a lot more. Like that, that's a good shot. They put right way there. more hours into Sandman. Yeah. They're like, let's just do cool Sandman shit because that's the only thing we wanted wanted to do. Yeah, this this sequence <laughs> here is like shot. legitimately good. This is... No, and the particle effects just you didn't see anything like that really. I mean, the mummy um, is like the only other example I can think of. Yeah. As far as like, it was early days. There people. are more out there, but uh, well, now there is. Yeah. Well, there were at this time. Yeah. But. It was pretty good, though. That was good. Well, I guess, like, whenever, like, the vampires in Blade, like, implode or disintegrate, those effects are pretty good. And that's in the 90s. Yeah. 
Peter's like, he just tried to murder me. I also, is this doctor have... violating something? What? Like a HIPAA violation or something? Like, does he know he's his friend if he can't communicate? I don't know. Like, I feel like he would have to go through a lot of paperwork just to talk to him. <laughs> At least nowadays. And if it was during the COVID era, you couldn't even, you probably couldn't even see him. Damn. And now he just forgets every bad thing. He forgets that he killed. (laughs) This plot device. He he remembers that. And Peter's just like, sick, we can be friends again. I don't care that my friend just had a serious head injury caused by me. I'm going to roll with this. (laughs) And he's forgotten a significant part of his life. We're just going to be buddies now. You're in a hospital. You're not home. Yeah. In her mind, she's like, could you please get out of here? You guys are insufferable. I don't know. It's like when you're at work and there's a customer. And you're, you're just in your mind. They're talking of something about this specific customer. You're just in your mind. You're just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just stop talking. Stop. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> They're your best friends. Uh, ironic. This scene. First, I'm like, okay, it's zoomed in on rocks. That's not like that impressive. But when it zooms out, yeah, and all the particles say and everything, and I think this is just a regular HD version. It'd probably be crazier on uh, 4K, but still, like, I love those particle effects. Yeah. Well, I know they actually use like real references of sand and like pouring sand and doing stuff like with sand. <laughs> um, and I think they actually may may have used some real sand in the shot. Only in certain part. Only when he's in human form, I think they use some real sand on. They put some sand on him and whatever. Yeah, but yeah, and the score and everything like. Y- if you separated this from Spider-Man 3, you would just think this is like an artsy short film. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, <laughs> the Sandman bits here are just the best part of the movie. Yeah. And if they I also put- like, the, like, like the, the, the texture and stuff. It was like when, when it's forming into him, it's more like wet sand. Yeah, it hardens and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it gets all mushy. He must be third C. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know how he exists. It's comic books. That's why. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't exist in real life. <laughs> well, it's magic. It's basically magic. Yeah. He's like a sand. Um, he's like an Atronach. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nerd reference for you guys. Oh, yeah. That, 
<laughs> oh, that freaking kid upstairs. Uh, <laughs> oh, I oughta. No. But, oh, that shot. Forming the hand. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, doesn't it fall through or something? I don't think so. Oh, but, yeah, it was earlier, but now he's f- figured it out. Yeah, I mean, if you would have told me this came, this scene came from the same movie that has the emo Peter scenes, I'd be like, <laughs> no freaking way. Be like, no, this is a good movie. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not completely like, I can tell it's CGI. That's a like pretty a good shots. fade from CGI until the, to the actual actor. Yeah, that's a, for the era. That's a really good, well done Definitely. fade there. Uh, we get to see Bruce Campbell again. <laughs> uh, not quite yet, but when he goes to the French restaurant, he's like, I'm going to be right back. Cool. What you don't know is Colton will not be right back. Something will be hof- befall him. No, I don't know. Um... He's too clingy. That's what he is. Well, not not clingy, clingy necessarily, but Peter is just too nice. She needs honest feedback from him, I think. But I feel like that's a double-edged sword. I feel like if he did give her honest feedback, she would hate him even more. I don't know. I think she wants to hear what she wants to hear. And not necessarily his encouragement, because he's genuinely coming from a good place. But MJ doesn't feel that. She wants more a real Peter to feel with her to actually step into her shoes. And and then he always mentions, oh, but I'm Spider-Man. I have to deal with crowds and whatever and like the fame. But she's like, shut up. I'm not Spider-Man. I'm a theater drama. I'm in broad or trying to get in Broadway. Okay. You got me. Um, go get him tiger. And I think she's so just annoyed with his gleeful happiness that how can this guy be so happy when he's so poor and everything, but he's Spider-Man. So that part plays into it. He at least gets that happy moment of fame. What and I miss? she kind of resents him because... She hates poor people? <laughs> well, she's also a poor people anyways now. She lives with him. Oh, uh, but she's a pretentious <laughs> Oh, there's person. the Venom. Yeah, yeah. Venom. Now that, that also looks good. Yeah. Like, that looks... I think because it's black and it's just a really basic texture. Black and shiny. Shiny. Yeah. That's pretty convincing. Oh, here's this scene. And this is a good sequence. It's a very Spider-Man 1 sequence thrown into this movie. <laughs> also, here's something they really fucked up and I always talked about, even when I was a kid watching this. They switched Gwen and MJ's characters. Yeah. That's MJ in the comics. A model. Not, not um, Gwen, she was 
she was Peter's other nerdy friend, basically. Yeah, she's first. more Gwen is more of the girl next door type yeah. of character. MJ is supposed to be the the impossible to get girl and everything, model and rich and like whatever. And no, nothing against Bryce Dallas Howard. I just don't like how they switch that. <laughs> but damn, that's fairly convincing. Yeah. You can tell good. they actually slid down a real set here, though. Yeah. Like, which is fun. Yeah, that's terrifying. There's barely anything to hold on to there. That's what I'm getting. But then, of course. And then here he is, what I want. Yeah. Eric. Topher Grace himself. <laughs> um, his. Okay, this is all fucked up. Her dad, Captain Stacy's, does even act too concerned. Ed Brock is not concerned at all. He's making jokes. He's like, I'm dating your daughter, by the way. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> but, and she's almost going to die. Like, she's. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not ready for more Topher Grace action. But here we go. I. Uh... Also, can't get wrong. Can't go wrong with Spider Man swinging through a city with the score. Like, that always usually works. <laughs> And it's it, it's it does the job. This movie us... does have a cooler tone, though. Yeah, it doesn't match the same color. I kind of prefer the warmer tone. Yeah, it just makes it feel more like this is film. The yeah. cooler tone just makes it feel like oh, they just filmed it on digital cameras. And okay, that wasn't that was a little silly looking, <laughs> but um, but this whole sequence of him it's jumping on the rocks cool. that'd be quick time events all the way. Oh yeah, and the Spider-Man game, there's a sequence just like that where you're catching a guy in an elevator shaft and there's rubble and shit falling and you have to like web around and yeah there's a lot of sequences that pay tributes to the movies another one where you, you try to stop the train just like he did in spider-man 2 he's like oh that worked last time yeah so, <laughs> what do you think of the suit here it's slightly different mm. than spider-man 2 even it's Kind of a deeper red, don't you think? Yeah. And the silver's a little bit more pronounced. A little shinier silver. Little sh- it's, a, it's the shiniest of all of them. Yeah, it's fine. The most pristine. But I think the Spider-Man 2 one is just the perfect mix. I think the Spider-Man 2 one got it right. I don't really have any issues with this one. No, it's still mostly the same anyways. Yeah. I mean, most people fine. probably wouldn't notice, but it. yeah, it's just a shinier one. <laughs> yeah. His pristine one. Oh, there's Ted Ramey. <laughs> I love how Sam Raimi usually puts him in his movies. Yeah. And the, the Daily Bugle uh, building, I'm going to have to check this. Flatiron building, right? Yeah. Which is also the Continental in John Wick, is it not? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching John Wick. I was like, they're at the Daily Bugle? No way. Is Jameson an assassin? I would like to imagine Yeah, that, it is, yeah. I'd like to imagine the whole John Wick assassination thing is taking place or whatever the place is called. The Continental. The Continental. This is just the I, top floor. Yeah, this is the top floor. <laughs> they they had to lease out, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of money in uh in probably a, the third or fourth floor. Yeah, there's a lot of money in assassinations, is, but you know, they got some <laughs> extra room and they, they really So there's not so many assassins that they can fill all of their hotels. In the John rooms. Wick universe, it sure seems like it. Yeah. 
Like whenever they put out the kill. I just love the John Wick universe. The fact that it just prioritizes style over making any fucking sense. It feels like a comic book universe. Really? Oh, God. It's a terrible Eddie Brock. No, I mean, it's not even close to how he's a terrible casting and the way they write him is terrible. And yeah, Eddie Brock is It's not just Tover Grace's fault. Eddie Brock's kind of a bully to Peter, but he's not a dick to everybody. He's a serious guy. And And he's he's also supposed to be huge. And he's actually a cool guy, too. And he's supposed to be pretty bulky too so like, like say, bodybuilder say what you will about the the, the venom movies tom hardy tom is hardy is a good eddie, eddie brock, brock. Yeah. he's the perfect eddie brock i would say and i i really like the characterization of eddie brock especially if movie. they gave him blonde hair though <laughs> but not frosted tips <laughs> yeah whoops that hasn't aged well but i totally get what they're doing with this universe though he's like the dick version He's still like a nerd, but a dick nerd. Yeah. That thinks he's way cooler than he is. <laughs> Peter could be like him. And that's kind of what happens. Yeah. I think that's the point. But, and yeah, nothing against Cooper Grace. I love his edits, his Star Wars edits. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's and he's a big-ass Eric nerd Foreman. in real life. Like, yeah. No, I bet he was stoked to be in this. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I like Tover Grace in general. I just this was a terrible but I do love casting. that J. Jonah Jameson gets to be mean to both of them. Like Tover Grace would make a better Peter Parker than he would in any Brock. Oh yeah, he wouldn't be a terrible Peter Parker. No, <laughs> he's definitely punchable enough. Shut up, get out. <laughs> I'm so glad that they brought him back. In the oh MCU. yeah. And he's a different version, though. He's a variant. Yeah. An MCU. But that kind of... He's like a constant in the multiverse. J. Jonah Jameson. I love it. It was great. Because he is <laughs> he is the most... He is the best comic book casting in a movie. Just like all time. the Doctor Stranges are just Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Different, of, with different hair. Of various kinds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of them has a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, that weirded me out. <laughs> Uh, Stanley, Stanley, the manly. Uh, cheers. Cheers, definitely. Take a little drink for that. You probably didn't hear it, but we did a, a good clank. Oh, they might have heard it. Enough said. That's what he would always say at the end of his soapboxes and stuff. I remember it keep it kept showing up, especially after he died. But he has, I think, in '67 he wrote a soapbox, which is basically where he makes political statements and like he risk it to make a little statement in the comics that maybe uh, relates to the story. Like they did the Spider-Man comic that pissed. Well, actually the, it, the comics code authority, they had a thing where you can't have drugs. You can't uh, depict policemen as yeah crooked. You can't even have mobsters. It's all, it, you can't have monsters either. You can't have like Dracula or anything that's anti-Christian. It has to be you can't depict like aliens in a negative and like way. vague monsters. And that's why they came up with Groot and like stuff like it's that. It's very similar but to the um, Hayes, I think we, the Hayes production code in movies. Yeah. yeah. I think we got good stuff out of that because that forced them to create their own monsters. Oh, they could yeah. say, oh, this is an alien. Yeah, no, it got some really creative stuff. So, the same with the Hayes production code. Some of the, some of the, one of my favorite movies of all time, Casablanca, came out during that. Oh, period. really? Had to 
adhere to work those around rules. It. But it, it well, anyways, that... I think in the seventies, Stan Lee put out a Spider-Man comic that's like anti anti drugs. I think he was talking about heroin. Like Spider-Man helped the guy get off heroin. Yeah, <laughs> and they just didn't have the Comics Code Authority plaque on it. And it still sold well because it's yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and Stanley was like, do we actually have to do this? He's with like, our major he, yeah, he's like, I, I think people are just going to buy Spider-Man comics no matter what. Like, <laughs> you see Spider-Man comic at your drugstore. Like, <laughs> um, which is true. I mean, yeah. When, and he, and I remember he made a soapbox against racism and everything. Um, and that's the one that was shared a lot recently. The yeah, that's fucked up. The casting director couldn't make a call to her. Yeah, they should have fucking called her. And be like, "Hey, sorry, we recast." But no, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't buy that any casting director would try to be nice about it. Oh, in New York, um, Who in cares? New York on Broadway and shit. They oh, would yeah, ju- they would just be call her up and be like, "Yeah, they you're fine. are cold." Yeah, yeah. They would still call her though. Yeah, they I would think they would her. remember to call her and be like because hey, you're they don't fired. want her showing up. No, exactly. They would be like, uh, "You're fired. Don't show up. You're like, yeah. <laughs> we'll have you escorted off the grounds." I bet. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure there's cases where they're like, "You're not fit for this role, but you're good, and we're gonna find something." If you find a good manager or something. But, yeah. Um, no, it's not you. You just got fired. You think it's... I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's been so... Yeah, it's Spider-Man. I mean, I get the jealousy, but also... I don't know, man. It's it's complicated. But he does pull some dick moves here, even before the black suit. Yeah. The, bully Maguire is this always... This scene here, I remember. It's, bully Maguire's always got some bully, bully in him. So. Yeah. Uh, all right, this scene here, I just I recall. Remember the first like, movie? I missed the part where that's my problem. I mean, that's using all the Bully Maguire memes. Yeah. Ugh, God, <laughs> Peter, come on, man. Just sit down and behave. <laughs> and I mean, this is one of those cases where Spider-Man's actually loved by the greater community of New York. Yeah, and they have merchandise. I know he's not making money from the merchandise. Um, I'd be at least trying to get some royalties. Like, yeah, you're gonna use my image. That's not free <laughs> use. But no, he's too nice and insufferably nice. <laughs> well, I like. I like. But then him. they went the wrong. And then Andrew Garfield, which I love in Spider Man, but then they're like, oh, he's got to be edgy. He's got to be on a skateboard in high school. And <laughs> yeah, he's like the ultimate Spider Man. That yeah, yeah, he's still a good guy, but he's edgier. But try to make him more relatable. Teenage to, long to sleeve t shirts. <laughs> well, long sleeve t shirt under a short sleeve t shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fooled us all. If Sandman wore a like dark green long sleeve under his shirt, he'd look like a teenager. <laughs> 50 year old. And fool Allen. me, he could probably play Peter Parker. All you have to do with him was see Thomas. <laughs> no, not see Thomas Howe. I'm a fucking idiot. They just Thomas immediately Hayden pull a gun out. Thomas Hayden Church, just give him a. Yeah, they just pull a gun out. They, they did, they the did not even like stop to like. Yeah, you think the NYPD confirmed was. Confirm that it's him. They just immediately pulled a gun out. 
in a public area where you can harm people and it could escalate the situation. And it sure as hell going to escalate here. Um, They're like, we're going to just shoot him. (laughs) We're not going to double check. He's wearing the same (laughs) t-shirt. How many, how many guys you see wearing that specific outfit? Not very many. (laughs) Not very many. Steve from blues clues. Well, and uh, Steve, yeah, Blue's Clues, yeah. <laughs> and the new guy. Oh, boom. There's always got to be a screaming woman. This is a pretty... I like this No, sequence. this is a good action sequence, though. Again, Sandman is the highlight of the entire well, it's movie. A, it's like kind of a horror sequence in a way. He's like this big monster. I love it. Sam Raimi loves the screaming women, though. Oh, yeah. That right there, him getting shot, the particle that effects. That's pretty good. Like, holy and shit. I like that. So so when he's a, he can turn himself to make him look like he's just a regular person. But he can also shapeshift. But he can only do that when he's, like, a normal size. I, I don't could, know. Could I he mean, make I him, guess he could be, like, a big guy in a t-shirt. I yeah, don't. could he make himself just be, like, a big guy in the t-shirt? Because he, he can make himself be a well, big Well, he sand has man. the sand t-shirt in No Way Home. It's oh, a sand version. Yeah. That was fun. Or did, was it green? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it was sand. I, I don't uh, they should have gave him the shirt, cowards. I think the only time you <laughs> see the shirt is when they did the rotoscoping with the old footage. Oh, yeah, I think so. Free, play free bird. Shut up. That's what she said. <laughs> this is an Sorry. awkward conversation. Like Every scene. conversation in this movie's got a level of awkwardness, and this is one of them. <laughs> What they should do. I would be like, hey, did you see this new TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a TikTok. It would be great if uh, if he goes, I wrote you a play in high school, and then um, and he pulls out. And then the rest of the movie is them recreating the play oh, that'd be as good. a musical. And the rest of the movie is just like. I, it, I still love how the suit, even with the shiny or silver and everything, how the colors react to different lightings. Yeah. Like, it. Looks navy blue, like in a darker lighting. Seriously, and then, and I have this mod. This guy made a mod that's a photorealistic Spider-Man two suit. Shazam! Yeah, he did say Shazam. That's DC. Damn guys, it's like whenever they talk about. Yeah, he said Shazam in the first one too. I think (laughs) when he was testing his webs. Okay, but yeah, this is the part where I'm like, hey. Yeah, he's being an asshole right now. Yeah, listen to the kid. Little your kid girlfriend's here. No, you know your girlfriend's here. She knows your Does he forget that people know who he is? <laughs> he's like, wait, I'm in my costume. Mary Jane doesn't know. Yeah. No. <laughs> a kid. I love how it's totally the ultimate Spider-Man on the balloons. Oh, yeah. That was popping in the 2000s. <laughs> now, yeah, that's terrifying. And I bet those that would people hurt probably, a lot. 
maybe died. I mean, I bet they have cuts. Uh, and like maybe they suffocated. Suffocated too. <laughs> but imagine all the grains of sand going that fast. Oh, yeah. You could, that, that can strip skin off your... It can shred you. It can drown I, I you. Worked as a, I, worked, I worked for a while sandblasting the finish the off and the patina off of metal. And oh, stuff. yeah. And you have to wear like welding gloves. Yeah. Because well, yeah, that's, if you accidentally hit your hand with that, you will strip the skin off your that's hand. That's a bunch of tiny rocks and particles going at yeah. insane speeds. Well, you, you have to wear that. You have to wear a respirator while doing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's you, so uh, those guys are totally dead, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, that's real. I, I remember listening to their commentary on this, and Sam Raimi was like, yeah, it was fun filling that truck with sand. Nice. Oh, yeah, you could see in some <laughs> scenes it was real sand, yeah. But I love this sequence too. Like I'm like, damn, this should have just been a Sandman movie. It really should have just been Sandman. Oh, he's all cocky now. I'm the sheriff around these parts. Dodge punch. Uh oh. <laughs> Sandman got oh, a hold yeah, of his great. powers. I love real any quick. sequence where he's like getting dragged on something. Like, oh, it's a classic like Indiana Jones esque sequence. Yeah, I like love going it. back on the truck. Like classic. You can never go wrong with a sequence like that. In and an I also movie. have a mod. They add animations, like from the movies. Oh, cool! And like the swinging animations and the uh, combat. Like they try to make it like as movie like as possible. That's awesome. And I wear the suit with it and have the music, and I'm like, damn. He just tosses those guys out. Think fast. Damn. I mean, yeah. That is. <laughs> like they probably would have died wreck. if they stayed in the car there. No, they would have. They would have turned to mush. <laughs> Spider-Man would have came out with a bunch of cans of soup. Well, not cans. They would look like soup. <laughs> well, well, that's like cans. cars in the 50s. Yeah, they were actually really sturdy, bulky, had a lot of real strong metal on them. Yeah. So the car actually wouldn't get as damaged. It was you but that the would person get inside yeah. would just turn into gelatin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, people talk about like, yeah, there's That's advantages to having... Because that energy has to go somewhere. Like there's advantage. There's, there's certain things that are good about having like good, sturdy, like steel cars and stuff like that. But at the same time, I would rather the car get destroyed than me. Well, yeah, and that's why cars have like plastic and like... Yeah. Carbon Just to make them safer to drive. Yeah, plastic bumpers and whatever. Spidey scores. She's like, he Spidey's already scored with me. Yeah, <laughs> and of course he. Of course they would make a news article about that. Oh, oh imagine the yeah. yellow journalism surrounding him though. Oh yeah, it's Bruce Here Campbell. It is. He was great in Multiverse of Madness too. The pizza ball guy. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he's also maybe a constant in the universe if he was a multiverse of madness. I think he probably is. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. And there's one universe out there that's just the Evil Dead. Well, the Evil Dead versus Marvel Zombies. Yes. Which they actually did. Yeah. Pick. <laughs> His French accent. I love how it's just Bruce Campbell just doing a French accent. But not really. Like, that's the joke of it, right? 
<laughs> I like how he's he pulls out his glasses and you think he's going to expect that he just, but he just like pokes it. I am French. He has to reassure him. <laughs> I love, I love this. Maybe he faked it his whole way into this restaurant. Like just pretended to have a French accent. At this, I work at a liquor store, as some some listeners know, and uh, we like to joke with the French wines where we like try to pronounce them as French as possible. And it's <laughs> so, oh, so wow. we'll find ourselves just like standing around doing French accents. Oh, I have a fun fact about when he punched Sandman and went through. They had a real amputee do that in a Spider-Man suit. Oh, cool! Like they found a guy that is. Like a stuntman amputee. And they, yeah, oh, that's cool. And they were like, let's put him in Spider-Man suit so then we don't have to use CGI and it would look more convincing. And it did. It yeah. did. So the only CGI they, uh, they had to do is the opposite side or like the sand particles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. By the way, the first shot of Sandman forming took roughly six months to create. So yeah. They you know, put for a when this movie came, came out, that's not surprising, but... It's it's a really good shot. Oh, here's another fact about an earlier scene. Bryce Dallas Howard perform, performed her own stunts during the crane scene. Unaware that she was pregnant at the time of filming. Unaware. She didn't know. Oh. In total, the film took two years and ten months to make. God, that sounds That's awful. a long time. <laughs> Almost three years of hating the movie you're making, Sam Raimi. Damn. I'm so glad Marvel gave you another chance. Yeah. And I really liked Multiverse of Madness. I thought it was really good. I know that for some people, that's a really hit or miss movie. Yeah, but it's just Um, fun for me. I really liked it. But yeah, it said Sam Raimi was deeply unhappy with how the film turned out. He had hoped for a planned four film, which was supposed... The fourth one was supposed to come out in like May of 2011. Hmm. And it was going to feature, Bruce Campbell was going to be revealed to be Mysterio. That's why he's always a different guy in these movies. He's just acting and like spying on Peter or whatever. And they were going to reveal, they were going to tease, I don't think Lizard was actually going to be in it. They were going to tease that more or something, but the Vulture was going to be the villain. Mm, Yeah. So you could see how that maybe carried on to Spider-Man Homecoming down the line. They were like, oh, let's do the Vulture. They did Vulture really well. And they were going to get um, John I mean, Malkovich, I think, Ooh, to be the Vulture. He could have been good. Um, I mean, Michael Keaton was... No, perfect. but he would have been a more comic book one, like a real old man, bald hair. Yeah. No, John I mean, Malkovich would have been a really good... Like I can imagine in a Sam Raimi movie, Yeah, him being a very Well, good I saw this casting. video essay about how Michael Keaton's Vulture is a Raimi villain. Like, just his style, you know? And like, I really love... I mean... I think Homecoming is probably in my top. If you're including top some ten, if you're including the or top um, fifteen. Well, I'm talking about just Spider-Man movies. Oh, just Spider-Man. If, if you're talking, if you're talking about, if you're including like Spider-Verse and movies like that, I would say it's in my top five. Spider-Man oh yeah, Homecoming. and it's because it's just a simple Spider-Man adventure with a yeah. really good villain. And yeah, Iron Man's in it. I don't really give a crap about the Iron Man parts. (laughs) I mean, it's fine. It doesn't detract from the movie. But what I like, it's a simple Spider-Man adventure. Yeah. Yeah. um, With a very very well-done villain. 
the yeah the homemade suit they recreated the scene from the comics of him lifting up the rubble yeah that was great uh the uh, and again really it comes down to michael keaton yeah. being terrifying as the vulture so who was kissing her spider-man or peter i mean bro you really fucked up on that you knew she was already going through hard times too and you pulled a dick move like that But, oh, man, <laughs> there's a lot of crying emotional scenes. Toby's really good at crying. <laughs> he is very good at crying. <laughs> Maybe Sam Raimi screamed at him. I don't know. You know, Toby McGuire is like... Legit- I heard Sam Raimi's not like that. He's a fun director, but I heard he can be like... Um, a little bit of a James Cameron sometimes. Yeah. Just like- but he's not a Stanley Kubrick, though. No, not a Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Oh, come on. He fishes out with a fork. I would drink it. Oh, James Franco was also doing P- Pineapple Express at the time. Oh, wow. Filming That's it. a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the best ones with him and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, Topher Grace did work out, though. Gained 24 pounds of muscle. Oh. He based his performance on alcoholics and drug addicts? I don't get that from the. He doesn't really seem like that. Uh, I know a lot lot of alcoholics and drug addicts. Eddie Brock could be a drug addict. (laughs) Yeah. I could see that, but. In this movie, he strikes me as someone who maybe casually does cocaine. But yeah. um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) But like. Nah, I I know some actual <laughs> drug addicts and no and, no, and no. Uh, not, not I'm not I'm not trashing on drug addicts, but um I do not get drug addict vibes from Topher Grace no. in this movie. Oh, by the way, speaking of Gwen Stacy and MJ switching like their characters, their hair. Kirsten Dunst is blonde. Bryce Dallas Howard, as we all know, is a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> so they both. I mean. What universe? They literally are we in? just could have actually just. If they the would have cast so. Bryce Dallas Howard in the first one as MJ, yeah, I want to be complaining about it <laughs> right now. Oh yeah, they're just now. <sighs> yeah, we we think we got the guy, or we're tracking down the guy that killed your uncle, the real guy. This retcon, man. This was stupid. Unnecessary. It was just a way to put Uncle Ben in this movie so he could get shot again. I'm glad that they didn't do Uncle Ben in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't they, try it a third time. They still gave us the scene with with Aunt May. Aunt May, basically, but, yeah. But it was. I'm glad that they just didn't do the origin story again. Well, and I like how they all talk about their version of this. Yeah. No way home. And he's having an intense flashback right now. Black and white, everything. Classic flashback. Um, I mean, the retcon. Yeah, it's just totally unnecessary. I mean, I get it because it's going to make him angry and everything. And that's why 
But that's not really why he gets a black suit, but it makes it worse. Yeah. Um. And this is when he goes on a revenge mission again because in the first Spider-Man movie, yeah, that's what he did. He see, killed see, Uncle Ben's killer. I yeah, and I that's one of the reasons why I don't like this retcon is because like the idea is that he he went on the revenge mission, killed Uncle Ben's killer, and then he learned he from that. So he bad, did the yeah. wrong thing. But now and he's he going to do bad. it again. But then he just goes right back into it the moment he finds out there's someone else to kill. That's like the one thing that snaps him. Yeah, I and I think that one is... one thing that pushes him. But I think that's the wrong idea with Spider-Man. I think the idea should have been that he learned his lesson already. He yeah, already I mean, had he comes, that feeling of realizing what he did was wrong. He comes around in the end, but it takes a lot to get there. But like with what I love about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, he never found Uncle Ben's killer. That's one of the things I like about that movie. Yeah. He never did. He still and, like tried, but like well, he tried for a while, but then he eventually just gave up, I guess. But yeah, it was and, along the way that he realized he could actually. Well, and all the lizard stuff was happening. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna turn everyone to lizards. <laughs> I love the lizard because his his entire like motive is just like I'm gonna turn people into lizards. Yeah, I'm gonna grab something real quick. All right. He's being a dick. He's being a real fucking dick right here. Oh yeah, that that that's a. I've seen this before. It's uh Jackson brought out um a lizard figurine from his collection here. It's not a figurine. It's bigger than that. No, <laughs> no but yeah, it's um, what 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 does it make it not a figure? Is figuring a certain size? Yeah, those would be like your Warhammer figurines, oh, like something I mean, like that. I mean. But an action figure, a figure. Whatever. No, I know. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's super cool. But yeah, it's the Marvel what... Legends Lizard, and they've been up in their game lately, but they also been up in their prices. Like the Spider-Man 3 pack with the Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Toby versions, they sold it for pre-order for 90 bucks. Oof. And that's three small human-sized figures. Damn. You're not getting a lot of plastic there. That's a, that's, that's a lot. But they know, and they did sell a shit ton of them. I saw the progress. Oh, people will buy them. Yeah. Because like on Hasbro, <laughs> they sold it on Hasbro Pulse, where you actually have to back projects, mm-hmm. and everyone backed it. <laughs> uh, so there's just a lot of rich collectors are just, people are bad with money. <laughs> but yeah, the Marvel Legends Lizard, I wish that's how the Lizard looked in the movies. Trench coat, purple pants. Yeah. I mean, I, but here comes Venom. My biggest issue with the lizard of the movies is that he has a Goomba face. It's a little bit better in no way home. A little bit, but they also don't give him an insane amount of talking screen time. Yeah. So it's not as, you don't think about it that much. Yeah. What do you think the photograph like flashbacks? I don't like the photograph flashbacks, but... Okay, I, did you see how the suit looked right there? I like this. Where sh- it was just black with the logo. Yeah. They were actually thinking about doing it like that, but Raymond and the other producers thought it looked too much like a gimp suit. <laughs> just like skin tack type black, and it looked too slimy. I mean, I understand. So they just went with... I understand that worry. The color palette change. Basically took the 
normal suit, made it black and gray, made the I, eyes a little meaner looking and everything. Angled. I like this suit. And then they change up the logo some. And yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, man, they should have went with the classic look with the big white spider. I think if you had this suit, even with the webbing, and then just did the classic spider, like that one, yeah. Just the classic Venom logo. I like this suit. I think it would have been really good if they made as he jumped off the window, if like the window like cracked a little bit. And I love the scene. He's like, like, wouldn't that be cool? Like show like like to yeah. show that he's testing out his abilities and everything. Yeah. But see, when he gets the black suit in the comics, he has natural webbing from the symbiote. Yeah. He already has natural webbing here, so it's not like he doesn't get extra powers. He's just stronger and everything. And he turns into... We'll see what he turns into, obviously. Also, if I was his professor and my one of my students brought me an alien... I would be like, we need to contact <laughs> some more people about this. This yeah. is groundbreaking. Be contacting... Um, I, I would be like, dude, government. we're going to win a Nobel Prize yeah, from I'd this be like, shit. oh my God, we're going to... But he's like, like, no, you better stay away from it. That's a pair. It's like, that's. And I, he doesn't go and tell anyone else. No, I would. Seriously, I would. If I was a professor. I'd be like, we got to study this. We're going to get the Nobel Peace yeah. Prize. Or just a Nobel Prize. And we're going to be rich. But he was like, no, nah, put that shit up. I mean, yeah, it's creepy black goo. But still. Yeah, if I was a professor, I'd be totally into Oh, I love how it stays as the suit. It'd be, it'd be like the equivalent of like I brought oh, here's to one of my one. to one of the history professors at our college. Yeah, like an actual like Viking sword that I just found <laughs> in a pawn shop. Yeah, and then and and if they were just like you probably you should probably put that away and keep go it safe keep and that everything, safe or and put it in a closet somewhere. Or, yeah, no, they would be like we need to contact some people about this. This is an amazing <laughs> yeah. find. Yeah, exactly. Also illegal for you to have because it's like. But yeah, I do like the black suit, and I like that it has some shades of blue to it. At least that's how it reflects light a little bit, and just slight shades of blue, and that might just be the color grading that helps that. Yeah. Um, no, the, but it does have that. And one I of have a few things I like about the photo this movie real is, symbiote suit too, and it, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, the, one of the few <laughs> things I like about this movie is the is the uh, oh, yeah, black suit is like actually like a really good design, I think. Oh, and now he's gonna forge. He's gonna go on Photoshop later. <laughs> or no, he probably wouldn't even use that. He's too lame for that. He would probably use. Um, this is a decent sequence here. Actually, I feel like he would actually do it manually. <laughs> Like develop photos over each other. I like this here where it's like him blending into the shadows of yeah. the black suit. That's no, cool. it's cool. And yeah, like I said, it would have been cool to see a traditional symbiote, but I think we'll get that with Tom Holland. We'll get like the classic black suit. There's I, been concept art of it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I like most about the black suit here. I don't like the emo stuff, but I like that they make him scarier when he's actually. Oh, yeah, definitely. When he's in, when like he's in Spider-Man, like he's, yeah, like trying to kill Sandman. Yeah, he's not your normal friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. He's, yeah. He's angsty. <laughs> oh, that big kick. 
damn. Now, this is a pretty good sequence. It doesn't make any sense, though. This is a video game world. Yeah. No, this the, looks like this, the level I was fighting in the Spider-Man <laughs> PS1 game. Like, this... This this isn't real. This There's not a chamber huge... they're in does not exist. <laughs> no. There's nothing like it in real life. It's not all open like that. It's a. It would be a. They would be in a tight, confined tunnel. I bet you anything. Yeah. Especially this part where they go like way down. Oh, I love that bet where he uh, grinds his. Yeah. What the hell is this place that they're in? Like this but is he, ridiculous. We missed it, but when his tooth fell off and he was grinding his face, on the train. Yeah. I love all those bits, and he's just like. Imagine if he wasn't made out of sand. This man would be really dead already. But then he turns into wet sand. If only he was kinetic sand, he wouldn't be falling apart. Also, he's causing major damage to the city's water supply here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is bad shit, Peter. Yeah, yeah, multiple levels. And he turns into mud, man. That was a cool shot with the logo. Yeah. There's certain shots where they definitely brighten it up and stuff with there's, CG. Yeah, I, I think just like there's a lot of moments they in this movie it, that though. just say like Okay, that was a little shoddy. Yeah. But there's a lot of moments in this movie that are like, this could have <laughs> actually been a good movie. No, there's a lot of good aspects to it, but then we get to this. Oh yeah. He's, He's like, I'm evil now. I'm angry. <laughs> I'm gonna have emo hair now. I'm evil. <laughs> And also, Toby didn't even care or try to get in shape for this one. Oh, I love it. Makes me feel and better about my No, body. I don't. I mean, hey, I don't care. That's really There hard. he is, the real hero. Yes, Rint. Mr. Digovich. I forgot this he was in this one. This damn door. This is free All the country, memes. not rent-free country. <laughs> All these memes, dude, coming up. Oh, my God. Bully McGuire is in the flesh. He's my favorite meme of all time. <laughs> People have gone so meta with it. They're like, Bully Maguire versus Thanos, who would win? And they're like, well, I, I, Thanos I would actually, give a good fight. <laughs> I actually like that Mr. Diktovich. I like Bully Maguire versus Shaggy. Have you oh, seen that yeah. one? <laughs> I like that actually the landlord here uh, actually is like concerned about him. Like he, no, he the is. landlord is not a bad. He's guy. like, wow, that's an awful haircut. He's just <laughs> a typical landlord of like, where's rent? It's like gelled. <laughs> well, well, but I, but I mean, like, I mean, like he, the Peter yells at him there, and then he turns to it. And he's like, um, he's a good boy. That he must. But be he definitely puts some gel in his hair. That's, some kind of That's the atrocity of this. This is the real atrocity. He gelled his hair. Oh yeah. No, it's not. Good. <laughs> he's like, what? Why did I fix my hair this way? I'm such a weird. See, now he goes back to the normal hair. <laughs> Just. Comb to the side. Normal. Because he's not evil right now, so he changed his hair. Spider-Man killed him. Oh, yeah. He tells her. Yeah, this, man. I hope they don't do anything like this with Tom Holland. Because yeah. the whole point of No Way Home is, well... Toby and Andrew sh told him about what happened when they let their rage go too far and everything. And like, Andrew was like, yeah, I stopped pulling my punches. 
Yeah. And Toby was like, yeah, I killed the guy that killed my uncle. It didn't make anything better, you know? I Yeah, I just hope they don't go back and be like, actually, we're going to have Tom Holland kill somebody and then go through this whole thing. Well, because, yeah. It's yeah, like, leave it, it alone. In, in No Way Home, that's the whole thing point it with Green really, Goblin is that he was about to kill Green Goblin. It just Goblin. really tarnishes Spider-Man's character, but I know like, I don't know. But yeah, but, I mean, but also like with Green Goblin and that, he was like... He also, was, she knows he's Spider-Man, At the right? end, he, oh yeah. <laughs> at the end, just he was about thing. to kill Green Goblin and had the yeah. snapped out of it just long enough to be like, shit, no. And Well, Toby it. stopped him. Yeah. He grabbed the glider and everything. And that's exactly how Goblin died before with the glider. It's, it's like poetry. It rhymes. I also like in the movie where he, <laughs> T- Toby gets stabbed and they're like, are you okay? He's like, I've had worse. Yeah. He's like, I'll be fine. <laughs> no, that shows he must have. I mean, one, one aspect of Spider-Man's ability. He must they... have like a better healing factor than the other Spider-Man. Well, I, was, I was about to say that's one aspect of. Or like the... durability. It's one aspect of Spider-Man that they don't really talk about is it's heavily implied in most versions of the character that he does heal faster. Yeah, he doesn't have person. like Wolverine healing factor, but he can heal a broken arm in two hours. Maybe, maybe not maybe, quite that long. Maybe not maybe two like a hours. day. Yeah, maybe maybe a couple days. But like cracked ribs. A stab wound will take him wounds. maybe a couple weeks to get over at most type of thing, but he'll be fine. Oh, not even that long with Spider-Man though. Yeah. And like... There's but been but some, definitely longer than a, a regular Like, and if he clenches his muscles when someone punches him, they'll just break their arm punching him. Oh, yeah. Because if you're strong enough to stop a train and lift a car and lift 20 tons or whatever range he is. And at one point in the comics during Tom McFarlane's era, the extreme comics, he was like in the 50 ton range. Yeah. But then they and, dialed and, it back down to like also 15, like, 20 times. You see constantly in the Spider-Man movies and comics, he takes hits that would cause major internal bleeding on anyone else. Oh, yeah. Like, and getting blown up Like he's stuff. more resilient than the well, average person. Well, he literally, person. he took a pumpkin bomb to the face in the first one. Yeah, yeah, right. And that he's, disintegrates people. He's more resilient than the average person and he heals faster than the average yeah, person. Yeah, definitely. Like, he wears more sweaters than the average person. <laughs> Plain gray sweater. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Buy me pizza. (laughs) I like Mr. Dinkovich. No, he's good. He's actually like a good character. Oh, yeah, he is. That's my avatar on Steam. Yes, I'm Mr. Dinkovich. I love it. <laughs> and he's in a lot of the memes too. Oh yeah. This one guy, Spider Side, he made like a hour long YouTube poop and he's working on another he's in college, like he's in film school, but he's working on these on the side. <laughs> that was great. He, he uh, like he started out with a couple like five minute ones, then he went to ten, then he went to fifteen, twenty, and then like forty five minutes. He basically made his own like feature length film. Yeah, one of them is like Just... long enough to be if considered a feature length film. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. And what it that just combines is, every but... major movie you can think of. <laughs> I mean, I've seen sp- I've seen a lot of those, uh, at least a lot of bits of them. I've, I've not sat through the. He put Lord of the Rings. He put Pirates Caribbean in there. Yeah, well, I mean, the it's, Dark Knight. It's actually very impressive. Very good editing. A lot of work went into it. 
Like, well, it's not like supremely good rotoscoping, like uh, Eli Handlewave or whatever his name is, the guy that does the uh, awesome powers and Mass Effect. Oh and yeah, Indiana Jones and Elden Ring. But it's it's good enough, and considering how much footage he has long to sift it, yeah. through and all that sort of stuff, it's it's still impressive. Oh, definitely. You shared you shared with me on uh, online today the also the uh, Shrek in Fallout Four. <laughs> yeah, and that I think that's another. That's going to be another classic. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a really good one. Well, Shrek's always a classic. <laughs> um, we're listening to old music, the twists. I mean, it's a good song. It's a, it's a classic. But okay, very... okay. I'm going to just throw this out there. If I were cooking and my girl, I love my girlfriend. <laughs> but if I were cooking and she something. was reaching in and putting stuff in the pan, I'd be like, Get away! Wait a second. <laughs> Stay away. Let well, me do the cook. I, I, like, well, if we were crafting an omelet, no, no, I would. I wouldn't care. That's a line you do not cross with me. No, when for I'm me, cooking, you I, stay out of my I'm way. If I'm cooking a specific recipe and it has to be on point, then yeah, I just make sure we get the right spices. No, no. For me, it doesn't matter if it's a recipe or not. When I'm cooking, I'm cooking. You stay out of my way. If you want to help, you wash some dishes. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm controlling in the kitchen like Well, me that. and Roshi, I, we... Um... I, I, do, I do most of the cooking uh, in me and my girlfriend's relationship, and I like cooking enough where I'm like... But generally, <laughs> if I'm cooking, you stay out of my way. Okay, you heard it here. I don't care what I'm cooking. If you want to help, you wash some dishes. Damn. I'm like, let no, me, me and, do the cooking. Me and my girlfriend, we cook together a lot. We tag team it. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. We, I don't do that shit. <laughs> but we're both pretty good cooks on our own, definitely. And But we've been trying to let each other just cook by ourselves, though. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, just because it gets crowded and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, we, we um, have this, me and you have the same size kitchens. Yeah. But, um, we, yeah, we do... Like, she'll help me. I'll help her. Like, what I do a lot, I do, like, when we help each other, we'll, like, do prep. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I guess I was harsh when I said if you want to help do dishes. No, if you want to chop some stuff for me, do that. Yeah, that was a bit harsh. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah. but, but no, no. If someone reached over and started sprinkling stuff into my pan, oh, yeah, I Willem would be, like, back. I'm I'd sorry. be, like, slapping their hand away. Like, get sorry. the fuck away. <laughs> this movie's happening. We got really distracted. Oh, Will- yeah. Willem Dafoe's back. He's having visions. Oh, he remembered everything. <laughs> There's a theory that someone said that uh, the butler is imaginary. In this movie. Oh, and that only Harry knows him. So yeah. Harry's like, well, the hey, the idea did... being that the butler is representing the good side of Harry, and the visions of Norman Osborn are representing the Green Goblin. Yeah, and the butler's like ninety eight years old. Yeah, that's way too old for a butler. I don't buy that theory. I think the butler's real, but yeah, maybe at least thematically, the butler is supposed to represent. No, the he good represents side. the good side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just the Goblin goo. Yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely why he's seeing He took shit. that shit and now, yeah. That's definitely why he's seeing visions right now. <laughs> that's a that's good what happened to eyebrow. Norman Osborne, except for it was the helmet talking to him. No, Well, and he would talk to himself, too, in the mirror. Yeah. Just like that. Okay, this is the part that I hate and that I have an easy fix for it. Yeah. So, and it did scare me when I first watched it. 
when he pops in and destroys her property. Mm, yeah. Five. Oh, there it is. Oh, no, he didn't destroy anything. Not really. I thought he like blew up the wall. Oh. But um, <laughs> this is the part that's so bad. When she, when he forces her to break up with him. Oh, yeah. And maybe she wanted to anyways, but I think she could have been like, hey, um, Harry's putting me up to this. Just knock him out again like you did last time. You sorted him out last time. You're Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she couldn't, yeah, she couldn't be like, like whisper, like, like whisper she, to him, be like, hey, you know, by the way, we just have to pretend we're breaking up because Harry's trying yeah. to get to you. There's a, he, they did that on Hishi too, on how it should have ended. The yeah. same exact scenario. And like, um, yeah, this whole scene. And uh, oh, Toby's performance here. Jeez. I'm going to be right back. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, he sorted sorted them out the last time. Oh, that's a nice shot of Central Park, though. Very green. Must be, well, judging by the coats, spring. Early spring in New York still gets quite cold, I bet. Especially at night. Peonies. <laughs> But like, yeah, she could have been like, hey, I, Harry put me up to break up with you. He threatened me. Can you just go sort him out? But no, she goes along with it. She's acting like Harry's threatening just Peter Parker, not Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man whooped his ass last time. He'll whoop it again. He killed his dad. I mean, <laughs> he can sure sort gobbies out. Little Goblin Jr., that's not going to do anything. But no, oh God. And she's crying because she doesn't really. But now look at his cry. Oh, my God. So much crying. Very emotional. (laughs) But now I was saying earlier, like, she kind of forgets that he's Spider-Man. And that he sorted out. Well, he killed his dad. And he sorted him out last time. He can handle gob- goblins, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at it. He, he's experienced uh, with handling And goblins. she obviously didn't want to do it because as much as she was crying, if you wanted to break up... I guess you could be... It's sad, ironic though. that they do it on a bridge because bridges typically are where goblins hang out underneath. Yeah, or trolls. trolls. And there he is. Yeah. Uh, there he is. Yeah. So it makes sense. It's a goblin under a bridge. <laughs> or near a bridge. Near a bridge. <laughs> In close proximity Central to Park. a bridge. I want to do a D and D campaign that takes place in Central Park, <laughs> and you encounter a goblin, and, and you all just play. You all just all the players have to make characters who are generic uh, New York uh, pedestrians. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. That would actually be a really fun straight to VHS guy. idea. That would be. <laughs> also, this whole scene, he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like pretending. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, I got your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he does. Because, yeah, he's still acting like he's his friend and everything. But no, he's, he's fucking with him. <laughs> also, two, um, <laughs> t- 
two uh, adult males having coffee together. Yeah. Face to face. Nothing wrong. No, seriously, nothing wrong with that, but it's just funny. It's not funny, but it's... <laughs> if you walked by the conversation, you would find it funny. I'm the other guy. Oh, he's like, I'm not uh, like, I'm gonna try to hurt him emotionally. Yeah, well, yeah. Instead of well, that's to what kill him again. that's what Willem Dafoe said. Yeah, he said we first we attack his heart. But little do they know, I feel like he James has the Franco? black suit now. No, I feel like Harry would have just taken it literally. It's like, okay, I'll stab him. <laughs> <laughs> stab him right in the heart. I tried. I tried it in the face last time. Yeah, it didn't work. work. <laughs> but I'll, I'll I'll make sure to get him in the heart this time. <laughs> and then Willem Dafoe's like, no, you you gotta crush him emotionally. He's like, but no, it's better just to stab him, right? <laughs> stab him and he's gone. He's not gonna <laughs> yeah. do any, you know. Oh, he's hamming it up, isn't he? And also, I know he's got the goblin serum, but look how fast he disappears here. <laughs> oh, God, his wink. And then, just gone. <laughs> Did he already tip the waitress? He probably didn't. No. Because yeah, he's he a, a weird goblin man. True. <laughs> and as we all know, weird goblin men don't tip waitresses. And yet, he's... <laughs> Andrew Garfield hit it on the head when he said he dresses like a cool youth pastor. <laughs> and not even in this one, though. He's literally wearing a sweater with a button-up under, collar over. Okay, so I've worn that exact outfit before. <laughs> yeah, but not not your day-to-day when you're going to do a presentation. Or no, I mean, to- I've gone to the bar with a sweater with the... With a, <laughs> what, is it, it just plain blue? No, it was a flannel. Okay, that's oh, It was a flannel underneath the sweater, but it was a gray sweater... With a flannel, and I had the collar popped over, and I was wearing blue jeans. And I went to the bar like that one time, at least a couple times. Yeah. So, y- <laughs> well, because I like wearing sweaters. Yeah, sweaters in are the nice. winter. Yeah. But I also like wearing flannels. So I, you know, if I wear a sweater over the flannel, oh, but now he's wearing a black hoodie and he's got his hair emo. Oh yeah. <laughs> he went the hot topic. And or no, not a hoodie. I guess just a black. So hoodie. that you know, it's it's emo. It's Boldy McGuire now. Yeah, he took his time to fix his hair. He's like, I bet he checked on it. Like, when he was in the mirror, he's like, wait, no, that's not quite right. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be just the right amount of cringe. How much cringe? All the cringe. Now, aside from his hair, this is a cool, this is a fun sequence. He's got some funny moments. And yeah, like, he's always wearing that thing. It's Batman stuff. Yeah, Yeah, he's like evil Batman. (laughs) <laughs> but not nearly as cool. Also, I would have been like, hey, you want to meet in an alley again and not wreck my apartment? My maker's mark. Oh, it was there. Shot. Shit. Ooh. The maker's mark went straight into the fire, though. That's sad. <sighs> it's a travesty. Oh. <sighs> I don't have a shot glass, but I'm going to pour the yeah. approximation. It's pretty it. decent whiskey. It's, it fights back. Whew. Busting up his glass. I mean, his windows. Ouch. See, yeah. he can sort them out pretty well. You Ooh. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I just like that every single time Harry tries to kill Spider-Man in this movie, he, he just, gets his ass whooped. Well, last time it was by accident because he's nice. This time, he's got a power boost and he's edgy. Yeah. So, and Harry's literally edgy with that sword. <laughs> his green space sword. <laughs> Boom. Just like your dad. Damn. I like that. Just glad he didn't have swords sticking out of it. I mean, spikes or whatever. Now, I will give Peter some credit here. He does walk away at first. Yeah. After he insults him. Look at little Goblin Jr. <laughs> Gonna cry. <laughs> Dang, yeah, he just pegs. his... I mean, <laughs> just... <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man's like, strong Spider-Man as fuck. Spider-Man barely like... broke his sweat here. And his hair still looks on point, even though the... up oh, and then the bomb. Damn. <laughs> yeah, here... Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, the best sequence in the entire movie. Yep. Wow. And why would women be infatuated with him at all? But then there's some women here that are like, ugh, get away from me, creep. So I really don't understand what they were doing here. Is he cool or does he just think... He just thinks he's cool, obviously. But in the movie itself, in the script, did they write him to be cool or he just thinks he's cool? I don't know. I'm going to put some dirt in your eye, yeah. (laughs) Classic line. Uh. They want to be having a party for this guy already. Nah, Drinks. Yeah. Give it more time. Oh, because they he caught Spider-Man doing a bad thing, though. Stealing money. But that's fake. I would just be like, that's not Spider-Man. That's black suit Spider-Man. Totally yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> or symbiote Spider-Man. Secret Wars Spider-Man. I'm surprised he didn't copy his frosted tips. Oh, that would have been amazing. (laughs) I would have loved that. Just frosted tip man versus frosted tip man. Now, here's a part I respect about uh, Jameson coming up, though. His um, integrity to the news, to the paper. When they find out it's it's a fake, he does fire him. Yeah, it's no, like, I won't sell that. They, they may. I think Jameson is well done in these movies. He's, they, they make it like, yeah, he still hates Spider-Man and everything, but he has a moral code. Yeah, he's he actually has integrity. He's not as much of. He's a, not like a sleazy because in the comics he's way more sleazy, and like yeah. the version of No Way Home too, even. But he's like Alex Jones in that one. But yeah, in the comics, he hired Scorpion and helped provide the funds for his Scorpion suit. To kill Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, but this one is a little In bit this, more. this, he's more like, yeah, he's. But he he's can, still. He can be a dick, but he's not a sleazeball. Yeah, I mean, damn, he just fires. But he, yeah, he's not a sleazeball. He's, he's still a proud chief of a newspaper. Yeah. Because if you lit illegitimate photos or anything. But it makes more sense, though, that. Uh, that could ruin your uh, whole. 
uh, Jameson in like a modern day, like in No Way Home, would be a little bit more a sleaze bag because they could get away with it. No, that's true. And that's a newspaper's dead, so you go to your yeah, like Infowars. Yeah, know, it's a change in how news media is produced. And no, consumed. exactly. Yeah. I love how <laughs> I love how he thinks he's so cool when he's on a payphone. <laughs> so give me more cookies. And why is she going along with it? I get. I guess she has a crush on him, but I don't know. What a dick. His dumb hair. And then James Brown. <laughs> there it is. I do have a Bully Maguire playlist I listen to sometimes. <laughs> it's a lot of the James Brown and like Detroit funk. And nice. It's a good playlist. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, the pop collar on the cardigan. Yeah, of course. Wow. Be Betty Bread around alone. What's her name? She is famous. I forget her name every time. Elizabeth Banks. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Like... The absolute like goal. Jam- Jameson would have fired him for that. Oh yeah, yeah. Be like, get, the, get your feet off my fucking desk. Like you're freelance anyways. Get out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, what a creep. Yeah. See, they are realistic. They're like, yeah, he's a creep. <laughs> uh, and of course, he goes to where they have the sale because he is still poor. I love how they redid this. They paid homage uh, to this and uh, Spider Verse. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was. Oh jeez, I'm very excited for Spider Verse too. He has he's completely really obli- oh he's completely oblivious to everything. This is a long movie. Isn't it's a it? really long. Venom is. is it I don't even think around? it's actually that much longer than the other ones. It just it just feels, feels so long. This one's two hours seventeen. That's about what Spider Man Two was. Maybe slightly shorter. Maybe a clean 210. I don't know. Yeah, the mud textures, that's that's not quite as good. Yeah, they're fine, though. They're no, fine. it's still, I mean, for 2007. Well, obviously, they worked on those effects before then. I guess 05, 06. So, yeah, I mean, not bad. And they're both wearing black. Nice. <laughs> the jazz room. Oh, sad Eddie Brock is sad. You know why he's, you can tell he's sad? Because he's not wearing... He's a, wearing a hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how no one wears just like a t-shirt. Everyone's wearing just plain... So, so yeah. I Admittedly, <laughs> though, like... I still have band t-shirts I wear and shit like that. But yeah. I have in the last couple of years moved towards wearing more generic, like just shirts. Well, I've been, I wear a lot of flannels and stuff, but I also, I have a lot of t-shirts that are just plain t-shirts. I have some like that, but yeah, I'm mostly like band shirts and I want to get more band shirts. I just, I just grew out of the ones I had. Yeah. And haven't bought more. 
No, I totally get that. Yeah. So it's it's not specifically a style choice. It's just what I have in my wardrobe right now. Well, and also, I mean, when you're going out somewhere fancy or whatever, you want to dress up nicer. I want to get an all black suit. Like he that. does have like the John Wick suit. That's the only cool thing. John Wick wears it better, though. No, of course. I guarantee he's not wearing cufflinks. No, and like he doesn't John have the black tie to go with it either. Yeah. And he has that hair. Now, yeah, this part is iconic and funny. It is it's a huge dick move. He takes over the whole thing. Oh, and yeah. And he just knows piano now? He's a terrible person in this scene. <laughs> but, like, amazing on the keys... Like, okay, did, so did I want to. Did he practice piano before in his this life? Or isn't just, this, is this a power that the symbiote gives you? I think it's just a power. You could be a jazz musician. Yeah, I think. <laughs> and yeah, just dancing around like a freaking weirdo. The band, if I were. Stealing people's if, drinks. If I were in the band with this, I would stop the show by no, now. No, I'd be like, what? At the very. I mean, I probably wouldn't let him sit down on the piano, but the very I'd least like, by hey, the time he's swinging on the chandelier, we would be stopped. Well, because it's swinging, baby. <laughs> ah, I mean, hell, if I had a few drinks and if I was in that band playing jazz, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But it's, at the very <laughs> least, once the guy starts swinging on the chandelier. Doing Spider Man moves. Yeah, we'd be like, whoa, whoa. And really cringe. Now take on this. <laughs> that classic line. So yeah, we did. Actually, I don't want to jinx it. I jinx it this just is, by thinking This about is it. just this is equivalent to the scene in Anchorman. She's got like the black gems and <laughs> this is equivalent to the scene in Anchorman where he's like does the jazz flute. Yeah, but except that was intended to be. Funny. I took her more for a pastel goth. <laughs> but fair enough. Apparently, the producers and shit gave Bryce Dallas Howard a hard time about her weight in the new Jurassic Worlds. Like, really? fuck you. She's still hot in those. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Hollywood is just so... hard on that shit. Like, on actors' physiques and everything. Yeah, I I love how she has. She's not like a, also a bitch. She's like, yeah, that's like, fucked up. Yeah. That, that was your ex, and you took over the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's messed up. And his hand on his heart, like you're so dramatic, man. <laughs> Plus, you're the one that did it for such a fancy saying. bar. They've got a shit collection of booze there. <laughs> on absolute, absolute <laughs> Bombay Jaeger. Cool vintage guitar, though. Yeah. Be like, yeah, take care of this guy easy, this little weird emo nerd. But this just shows you how strong he is. But literally just fighting the bouncer and every, and then he hits it, Mary Jane. Oh, yeah. Like, that's bad. That's bad. But that's when, yeah, yeah, he finally realizes. He makes great faces, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> is he wearing a little eyeliner? I think no, he not is. Eyeli- he's, he did his brows. Yeah. I mean, his lashes. I think he is, yeah. Definitely. Now sad Peter. 
He's very good at doing sad. Oh, yeah. 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 That's one of his best things. He's in this new movie, Babylon, which looks pretty good. He's in it, oh, Brad yeah. Pitt. Um, I think Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, I've heard that Winslet maybe. I've heard it's good. It bombed in the box office. But no, it, yeah, it totally bombed. It came out at such a bad. It came out around Avatar two. Yeah, but I've heard it's um, decent though. I mean, it's the same guy, same director who did La La Land. I think. Oh, okay. Um, is that the same guy that did The Great Gatsby? Yes, it is. That's also the same guy that did Elvis. Um, actually, no, no, no. The, uh, the guy. They have similar styles. The guy who did Great Gatsby, he did another movie this year. He did Amsterdam. And he also did Elvis. Yeah, he did Amsterdam, which I've heard is awful. Like a really bad movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Amazing star-studded cast, but I've heard it's a really bad. Damn. Okay, here's this classic scene. And yeah, when he dives down the church spire, that's a cool poster. A lot of kids have that in their room. So, definitely if you're a Christian, but even if you're not a Christian, you just pray to God for some reason. It is never good to pray for God to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just all kinds of fucked up, That's dude. not how it works, guys. No. It's... No, 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 no. What do you think of the effects of the symbiote? I think they're pretty decent. Um, I, I mean, like I like, like we that said, the black slimy. I like that it's easy. not letting him take off the suit because it like senses that he wants to get rid of it. Well, yeah, because it's a parasite. Yeah. And also, there's a lot of points in the comics where it tries to get back on Peter, even when it's on Venom. Yeah, because it rather be on Spider Man. It just really likes Spider. It well, because he already has powers. Yeah. Every symbiote that comes after that have the base powers of Spider-Man and the symbiote, and then like whatever they come up with. Oh, Scream! She has Sonic Screams. That's Banshee yeah. symbiote. They come up with different ones. Carnage. He has like weapons. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember way back in the old days of YouTube. This guy, like an old YouTube poop. This guy turned the symbiote into Hershey's chocolate syrup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just made it brown and he had the bottles falling down. <laughs> it's pretty good. No, I like the idea of Venom where he's like He, he just, just goes he, straight to the next guy. That's he, not him. Well, he prefers Peter Parker, but I don't then think he, that's Then Venom gets to Eddie Brock. He's like, this guy's decent actually. Well, yeah, because this guy's easy to just be. But evil. yeah, you're you're right that the powers that Venom and all the symbiotes after him have are like replicating also venom's powers because venom's still like very obsessed with spider-man they started in the 90s and it really started gaining gaining ground venom's not evil he's an anti-hero if anything yeah some of the the lethal protector yeah a lot of the symbiotes are evil yeah like carnage uh but he's not but this one topher grace's venom feels like carnage yeah he's smaller the high-pitched screams and everything and Venom's supposed Tilbert to be. Grace could have been a better Cletus Cassidy, even. Venom is supposed to be very large. No, he's and... supposed to be huge, and that's my favorite part about Tom Hardy's Venom. When he turns into Venom, he's like a huge eight foot tall yeah. monster. 
Yeah, I mean, I personally like. I I didn't see Ven- Venom two. I haven't seen that many. Either. Um, I personally Hel- actually liked the first Venom, but I know it's divisive. it felt very two thousands. Uh, but at the but very least, the things that are good about it is their depiction of Eddie Brock and Venom as characters. It would oh, have been definitely. better with the dichotomy of Venom and, and Eddie Brock. That. They're two separate entities. They're yeah, and I love how Venom talks to him. And <laughs> I also like that you know, like, I mean, Tom Hardy's very chocolate or is whatever. very fit, but they didn't do the superhero shirt off scene. He's just in like in really like sweaty like gray sweat. Yeah, he stuff looks more like time. the alcoholic uh, <laughs> Eddie Brock that Topher Grace was trying to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had like some sweats and a hoodie at that part, I guess, but whatever. What is Aunt May talking about? Oh, the proposal? No. Uh, yeah, I don't that know. That went through. Especially when I hit her. I won't mention that, though. Or did the, did he say that? I think he's about to tell her. Damn. See, um, in the comics, for so long, uh, Spider-Man wasn't married to MJ. He dated different girls, Betty Brant and Gwen and everything. And Gwen died. And um, But eventually, when they did get married in the 80s, people got bored of it. They're yeah. like, Spider-Man's got a pretty good life now. He's got the model wife, and he's doing pretty good. She makes good money, and like... We kind of wrote him in a place where he doesn't have a lot of problems right now, except for the bad guys he fights. Huh. So then they did the clone saga where he it's apparently Spider-Man was killed and was replaced by a clone. But then mm-hmm. it's revealed that Ben Riley, the clone, was actually the original one the whole time. And yeah. they tried to pull that retcon in that awful comic book series. It has good <laughs> art, but... But then they're like, nah, Peter Parker's real Spider-Man. Ben Riley's the clone. Don't worry about it. We're not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> We really fucked up. But, and then they did Brand New Day, where mm-hmm. Aunt May is shot during Civil War. Yeah. And, okay, the Venom design, what do you think? If he was bigger. If he was bigger. I would be fine with it. I it's mean, okay. It's definitely the Raimi suit bastardized with the raised webbing. I but... hate this, though. Yeah, he always peels his mask off. But but like even when he doesn't peel it off, it's still Topher Grace's voice. True, yeah, it should and be it's modulated. Terrible. Yeah, he doesn't. Sounds... It's like, why would you take your mask off? I would want to look scary. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. That's the voice is, but I I like the look of it. It fits it's, with the universe. It's fine, yeah. I, I don't have but they too much of an issue with it. I, I think, know Topher Grace is small, but they should have made, when he's Venom, he, they should have made him bigger. They should have made him, yeah. They should have just got, like, Dave Batista, <laughs> even though he was still wrestling at this time. Or hell, just... Imagine a guy as big as The Rock is Venom. Yo, yeah. With, like, no CGI. It's just... <laughs> just The Rock... <laughs> No, but he's just got, the rock and black spandex. That's Black Adam. <laughs> that's Black Adam. He just explained it. It's the rock and black spandex with lightning powers. Uh, um, 
But yeah, I mean, I but with Spider-Man powers, <laughs> I would love to meet someone that genuinely, not unironic, I mean, not ironically, prefers the to- Tover Grace version of Venom over Tom Hardy's. I want to meet that person. Yeah, I know people if who that don't... person exists. I definitely know people who don't really like the uh, the Tom movie Hardy version, but. Well, I know people that don't like the actual movie, but most people agree that Tom Hardy's good. Yeah, Tom Hardy was a good Eddie Brock, and they did a. It was a good depiction of Venom. This movie's so weirdly paced. It is. This, it this, dragged, is, this is the finale now. It dragged, and we're already at the finale. This is really weird. Yeah, just jumped right to the finale, and it's literally just Sam, Sandman, and Venom kidnap Mary Jane. Yeah, and they fight cops like. In Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock was trying to recreate his the sun, the fusion reactor. Yeah. He actually had a purpose. There was a reason. This is just I I, I get it that it's revenge, but it's just so overplayed. <laughs> so just boring. But this scene is good. Oh yeah. The, the climax of music and finally best the red red and blue out. This is, yeah. Even though the movie even makes it seem like it was only like a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but the idea that like he's idea. been gone and now he's back. Yeah. Well, in the comics, it was even a bigger deal to give it up because he could like turn invisible. Oh, he had yeah. real webbing and he was stronger and everything. Yeah. Um. So it was even harder for him to like give up on it. And dude, I... I hope they do this, the Punisher black suit Spider-Man arc with Tom Holland. Oh, Where Punisher yeah. kills Spider-Man and takes his place. Yeah. But Spider-Man heals back and crawls out of the grave. That would be amazing. I mean, not Punisher. Um, Craven. Yeah. Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Sorry. Even though Punisher was a Spider-Man villain originally. Kingpin hired him. I've heard some Spider-Man. people say they think they're going to do the Craven arc with Tom Holland. I think they should. Yeah, that would be great. Do the black suit arc, but with Craven, and then after Craven, then we can get Venom. Because in the comics, he has a black suit for years. He gets it in Secret Wars in '84 and doesn't give it up until like he has it throughout the '80s. Yeah. Huh. I think he gives up the black suit in like '88, '89. That's like when Venom first appeared. Yeah. So it was a few years that they were drawing Spider-Man in black suit. And they didn't really do the uh, like evil angle for a little while either. Yeah, like in it Secret was just Wars, like an upgraded Spider-Man for a Secret bit. Wars. He got the black suit out of this machine that could like make anything. Yeah, in this weird white room. Not the best comic, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, way to speak I mean, up now, fucker. Yeah, finally, after he got half his face blown off. Night. Now he looks like a goblin. It's fucked up. But it's like, yeah, thanks for saying something now. You couldn't have said this like, oh, I don't know, five years ago? <laughs> you let me go on this quest hating Spider-Man and trying to kill him and everything, and you obviously knew about it. And he never said a word. 
And now I'm disfigured. But it is good. I get it. It's good. It is sick when he comes back to fight. Help yeah. Him. I do like that. And man, it just disappoints me because it's not my ideal version of Venom, but I do like that he is like a scary alien in this movie. Like when he's in Venom form. Yeah. Like he's kind of, he's frightening. Like is, but then he instantly goes back to Topher Grace and I'm like, yeah, they can't resist. Then I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> One thing I do like about more modern Marvel movies is they were able to resist showing the actor's face constantly. Yeah, they'll still do it with the big guys. Like Iron Man, he always takes his mask off every yeah. time he talks. But they're now. they're willing to actually hide someone's face. No, definitely. Him. Great scene. I mean, Spider-Man in front of American flag. That's classic imagery. Oh, yeah. Doing the big swing up there. Also, who's this British lady? Yeah, well, there's Is plenty BBC of British News people that covering live, this. Maybe. Well, there's plenty of British people that live in New York. <laughs> Is it true that uh, she got really tired of doing screams for these movies? They reused her ones from Spider-Man Two. Yeah. They ADR'd it. But yeah, why would you take your mask off? Yo, so we get see your frosted tips and fangs? Also, I think it's stupid that they have him have fangs. When okay, they did make him look a big, bit wider. A tiny bit. But um, They should have made him look a little beefier. And though. I like that he's got the Venom logo. But it's like, keep the symbiote on. You're <laughs> like the whole time, dude. And actually, yeah, it's good makeup, I guess. Like, because that's actual makeup they put on them. Yeah, the special effects are fine here. But it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ooh, the nails. No, but seriously, though, I mean, it just takes away all the. I feel no threat from this venom now. Yeah. Yeah, even with the truck about to fall on her and cinder blocks, I'm like, it's Topher Grace. It's it's <laughs> Eric Foreman. <laughs> oh, it drops it on his head. Yeah, just keep that on with the big teeth. I do like how they... I like the big teeth. They full on did like the whole transformation. Like, yeah. I do like that. Because that's something I always liked about Venom and Carnage. Like, when they wear the symbiote, they, like, transform into the alien. Yeah. Like, their whole It's not physique. just, like, a suit. No, it's, like, literally he has teeth and a tongue and, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's really bad. That's one of the worst shots in the movie. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> they couldn't resist. They, they took his mask early. Took his mask off early in this one. Yeah. Spider-Man 2, they had the whole train fight before he... um. Nothing beats that train fight. Oh, it's the best... Yeah, it's... Damn. Oh, he does put it back on, though. Okay. Now, yeah, Sandman turns into a kaiju. <laughs> 
again, even in this scene, the special effects of Sandman for being two thousand seven are pretty good. They, just they, imagine if this movie was just Sandman, Sandman and the New Goblin. Would have been saying. great, yeah. Because Sam Raimi obviously didn't care about Venom. He made Venom a joke. But you can tell he obviously cared about Sandman. Did he ever go big in the uh, like this in No Way Home? Uh, kind of. Yeah, at the, the end, he kind of did. He did like a... It was uh, more of a sandstorm, though. Yeah, he did a storm thing. He didn't turn nice. into a big kaiju, though. Now, yeah, this battle sequence is good. And see, Spider-Man gets whooped by Venom for a couple of reasons. One, Venom has all his powers, and he's mean, and he's strong. But his spider sense doesn't work around Venom. Right, yeah. See, if he his spider sense was normal, he would have seen that coming. And yeah, now he just gets hammered. Yeah, I remember seeing this as a kid. I was like, oh my god. I was like, they killing him. It does seem slightly out of character for Sandman to be like going along with this. Yeah, to be just like, yeah, we're just going to murder this guy. Because he acts, well, it's revealed later that he accidentally shot Uncle Ben. But he's not like a cold-blooded murderer. He's he's a criminal, but he's not evil. Yeah, he's on odds with Spider-Man because he's a criminal has to do illegal shit to... No, exactly. To help his daughter To help his daughter, and Spider-Man stops people from doing illegal shit. Yeah. That's why they're at odds. Oh, uh, this is a great part, though. The pumpkin bomb. <laughs> no, even if Sam, you know, with Sam Raimi hating putting Venom in, at least they had fun with this last sequence. They just made it a big yeah. blockbuster popcorn flick. Uh, uh, see, now he comes in with the full, like, snowboard. He was going like, snowboard. He learned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know this is an epic moment though. Even after he did that to you, that's a good friend. Yeah. Damn. I mean, I think the bomb thing maybe. I do like it when they rip up his mask, like where it's still like half Peter. Yeah. I it's think the fun. the his taking a bomb to the face thing and. Uh, Harry's mind he's just like yeah you know it's fair because I legitimately tried to murder him like twice yeah that is true so that is fair I'm just gonna let that go <laughs> I mean I threw bombs at him too <laughs> oh and I love how it turns to glass here and it would yeah no that's pretty cool I do like that the jet the jet parts of the new goblin I think with oh and this with... is the reason Topher Grace left left that 70s show oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember watching that 70s show when he left the show uh the film's translation in Russian is Spider-Man 3, Enemy and Reflection. I love that Jameson is like, pays the girl a hundred bucks for the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's that does for it. <laughs> yeah, and she cons him. That's another 50. <laughs> yeah, film's extra. <laughs> no, I think New Goblin, with a few adjustments to his design, actually could have been pretty cool. 
Like, oh, yeah, like you said, the original glider would have been better. Well, you know, they more of a hobgoblin approach would have been better. Give him more of a cloak, like how they did with Willem Dafoe. Like yeah. you could still have him with no mask. That would have been cool. But give him a cloak, make it ragged. Or I don't know. I love the design. Oh, this is cool. They both. Oh yeah, up. definitely. No, this I, I love rad. the design of Willem Dafoe in No Way Home, where it's like the cloak and the the welding goggles. Oh yeah, like that's such a good. Design. Well, it's the same suit, just damaged and with other shit on it. Yeah, the cloak and everything. <laughs> but yeah, they Go totally body. reused their screams. It's like the equivalent. Yeah, their their dialogue is the equivalent of two. Drunk oh, that guys CGI at a bar. was real bad right there. Oof. Ooh, I've never noticed that shot, but I did this time. Sounds like his eye is off centered from like where his actual eye would be. Oh, is <laughs> like, like, I mean, like the Spider Man suit eye. It probably is, I don't know. That's the real mask. It's the real mask, but I mean, like, you don't think he can actually see through it? I bet that's look, a Look at where through. his exposed eye is and where his actual eye would be on the other side. Right. And tell me that it doesn't oh, line this, up. This it is a cool part. Doesn't quite line up with the mask. And yeah, now he's riding it like a snowboard. Yeah, he he learned <laughs> like a yeah, skateboard, he's doing the cool thing. <laughs> yeah, at least embrace it. Yeah, yeah, those missiles come in handy. Remember, Samus, use your missiles. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it tells me in the game. So yeah, look at his where his regular eye is and where his other um, eye is. It's it is like, slightly it like barely works. Yeah, yeah. Like you could well, I feel like it would costume, be like he'd be like peeking over the edge of the I doubt the, the costume designers ripped up a perfectly good Spider-Man mat. Unless they had plenty to go around. They probably made like a new one. Oh yeah. That was ripped. They definitely scratch. made a new one for it. So maybe that's why it's off. I don't know. Or maybe they made they took they but made like a new one and then ripped it up. On where it's ripped up, the eye would cover the lens would cover it. Well, now yeah. it's off. Well, now but, now you now you can't tell anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just can't take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Topher Grace frosted tips. Great character development. He's in a new movie soon, I think. No, he's good. I like Topher Grace. Like he's and yeah, when he's actually Venom, it's pretty crazy. I like it's, it. Yeah, I again, I think it'd make him beefier, bigger. No, if you made nice, if you beefed him up like at least twenty percent, I think it'd be good. Yeah, but but the general idea of what they did with him is fine. There's a lot of flashbacks in this movie. I don't like the flashbacks. It's a lot. It trust it 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 tr- it's treat it's we should treating the audience like idiots. It, it is. It's like remember the sound waves. Yeah. And he's dead. Or maybe it missed all his major by organs. his own glider, just like his dad. <laughs> Toby, <laughs> look at this ragdoll action here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's Skyrim emotional. It's sad. Physics. He's dead. He's dead. I know. It is Skyrim physics. 
Fallout New Vegas physics. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, no, no, Fallout Three physics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, same physics, but this is about Slightly. when Fallout Three came out. This is like a year before Fallout Three. Came oh, out. true. That's crazy. Or Oblivion. Ooh, that's I d- CGI. Yeah, the, with I the don't head. remember what came out first, Fallout Three or Oblivion. I think it was Fallout Three, but I don't remember. But yeah, stabbing us into the concrete, blunt objects like that. I mean, yeah, there. I mean, people forget Sound. how fucking strong Spider-Man. No, I know everyone is. forgets. It's insane. Well, remember in Civil War, where he just catches Winter Soldier's arm, no problem. Yeah, it's like that's a cool metal arm. <laughs> Speaking of which, I just wanted to. We talked about the Guardians. Okay, Galaxy. what do you think the design when it like goes all freaky out? This like is this. cool. I like this. It's doesn't it just seem more like Carnage though? It does, but I like it though. Yeah, it's cool. No, no, but uh, we talked about the Guardians, the Galaxy uh, Christmas special in our uh, New Year's episode a while back. Yeah. Um, but I didn't mention there, I really love that the gift that they gave Rocket was Winter Soldier's arm. Oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of which, Venom actually joined the Guardians it. of the Galaxy for a while. Agent Venom. Uh, yeah. Flash. Then he became Venom Space Knight. Yeah. It's one of the coolest versions of Venom. Oh, I yeah. Think. Uh, and, and then all the Guardians, the symbiote breaks out and like it gets on Groot and Rocket and everything. I like they're like, I'll get help. No. No. I would be like, yeah, go get help. Fuck. It's like, <laughs> uh, he's I've probably been stabbed. Like, I need help. I'm dead anyways. Now, if they focused on this aspect of the film more. Like, imagine if the whole movie, maybe he did get the black suit, but they ended up making Spider-Man 4 and they introduced that later. This, but like he's like coming after Sandman, and then they finally have this moment. I mean, this could have been if they had just focused on Sandman. Mm-hmm. No new Goblin, no Venom. Yeah, no Venom. This could have been a, a focused movie with like a philosophical, you know, idea of when is your actions versus your intentions. When are you a good guy or a bad? No, exactly. Guy? And and actually, I mean, actually, here here's my Spider-Man being like they actually could have implemented Venom. And still have that idea. Well, like I said, just give him the black suit where he yeah. starts turning bad. So no, no venom, just the black suit. Yeah. But have this idea of: wh- Are you a good guy or a bad guy? You know, if your intentions were good, but your actions were bad. Like imagine if imagine this: Peter never gives up the black suit in this whole movie. He gets bad, but not too bad. Like he's still in control. Venom doesn't happen yet, and then he still apolog. I mean, he still forgives Sandman at the end. Like yeah. he has enough willpower, but no, this is a good scene, and yeah, this is yeah. No, I, I this I'm is not what I'm a talking huge about. fan I think, of the retcon, but you know, I think if they had given Sam Raimi complete control over this movie, it could have been really good. No, I know he did want to do Sandman, but they just wanted more villains, and you know they, and yeah, you can make it work with a lot of villains, but you have to have ha, the plot has to be the driving force, not the fact that there's more bad guys. Yeah. That was the problem. Is the studio was yeah, just no way home this, like, They had like every villain. Yeah, well, um, the, the problem with this was the studio was just treating this like a blockbuster movie where it's like Spider-Man versus... The bad guys. Fill in the blank. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. That's what made um, Spider-Man 3, or 2, I mean, so good. Because it was just one villain... 
and they engage them in a meaningful way. Yeah. In a uh, and and you know and you know, well, Doc Ock was like his. He was doing his project on him and everything. You know what? You, it, no, it, but, um, but I mean, like this, this philosophical idea with Spider Man Two, where it's like, what you take a good man and you you take away his control, his willpower, and you yeah, you get a scientist and you, yeah and yeah, and what would happen? Take away their ethics and, and yeah. ultimately, you know what? You know, and, and it's it's a good idea. And this movie could have been good if they did no, that yeah. with Sandman, where it's this yeah, it's this Spider Man versus Sandman oh, blockbuster, but maybe with an emotional this, driving force yeah there's this driving force of like when are you you know what makes you a bad guy <laughs> so now there's two super powered people in new york sam and spider-man yeah in this universe because it's just self-contained nowadays they would do a sandman spinoff oh yeah i'm surprised sony hasn't done it already <laughs> where it's sandman fighting crime who would be the new sandman though someone new someone relevant it would be <laughs> jonah hill <laughs> Jonah Channing Hill, Tatum uh, Channing Tatum was almost he wanted to be Gambit uh, for a long time oh like he was in talks to be Gambit forever he'd it, be it was okay just in Gambit hell. actually and that was like his passion and then when that fell through he he was like yeah I was pretty sad because that was like something I really tried getting running off yeah but I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel brought him as Gambit that would be actually pretty cool they're like actually Channing Tatum. Uh, I know Channing Tatum has a reputation of being a very much like a cash grab movie type of guy. Yeah, but I actually think he's a talented actor, and put in the right role, he can do a very good job. No, oh, and Aries dying, and they're having the most moment. Oh yeah. Oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you when you do commentaries. You stop paying attention to the movie. You go yeah. off a point to another. Not like I would be emotionally grabbed by this moment. And anyway. yeah, tangent points don't count in commentaries. Hope you know. <laughs> Over 1,000 people worked on this film, some of them putting in 8,000s of hours needed to construct the 40 Spider-Man suits and other, uh, others writing complicated CGI software. Wow. Specifically like the particle software. Wow, that's a, that's a lot. The jazz bar scene alone, just that sequence, took two weeks to film. <laughs> Imagine doing that over and over for two weeks. This sounds like it was a ridiculously bad. Film I would love to look too. into like the behind the scenes production of this. Even maybe we'll more. do it. Maybe we'll do an episode where we look at behind the scenes of like <laughs> infamous movies. Yeah, I've there's a guy yeah. that does some video essays on that. It's pretty good. Um, Movies that just go through production hell. Yeah. And it ends in a funeral scene. Always. (laughs) When did they finally stop that? Yeah, how many Spider-Man movies don't... Because they did it in Andrew Garfield. I know that. In Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah. They Someone did. always dies. There's always a sad funeral scene. They they couldn't resist it in... um, no, no way, way home. home. Well, that made sense. Yeah, it did. So they went two movies without that. Yeah. Out of eight. <laughs> or nine. Yeah, eight. I wonder if she's actually singing in this. Uh, that could be her. I'm going to look it up.
Oh, so what we were talking about earlier was Sandman. So Sam Raimi intended to further uh, Peter's character with planned film focusing on Peter learning. Yes, that. this is her singing. Oh, nice. Yeah. But with a planned film with Peter focusing on Peter learning that um, he is not a sinless vigilante and that he can also find humanity, humanity in uh, people he considers just bad guys, criminals. Mm. And that's totally what they touched on with Sam, man. But imagine if the whole thing focused on that. Yeah. No, that, 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 I, that, this could conceptually, this, without the studio interference, this could have oh. been a very good Spider Man movie. But, Duh, this is the only mo- movie in the trilogy where Aunt May is not threatened by any of the criminals. Oh. They left her out of it. She's only in a couple scenes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because, and Green. She sucks in all. Green of them. Goblin blew him up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Green Goblin blew Aunt May up in the first one, her house. And then. Doc Ock kidnapped her. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the only one. I would love to see more of Toby as Spider-Man, though. Well, we did. I mean... No Way Home. I mean, I, what, what I mean is, like, there's talks that Sony's going to, like, bring back um, Andrew Garfield. Uh, there's rumors... I don't know if I'd be And there it is. It's done. Yeah. No, but um, I, I would really like to see, even in just like a short or in dude, uh, more cameos, I would love to see Toby more well, as as. Spider-Man. I've heard Toby and Andrew Garfield are probably going to be coming back for Secret Wars. That'd be rad. I heard basically everyone you could think of is probably going to be in Secret Wars. It's going to be an expensive movie. Yeah, very expensive movie. I mean, have you heard um, like the, the, the funeral? They're sh- finally introducing Kang proper. And, uh, yeah. next, the new Ant-Man trailer looks pretty good. Like The new Ant-Man um, is the first movie Marvel movie in a while that I'm like properly excited you know, for. No, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, in the trailer, like Ant-Man's working with Kang, actually helping him. Yeah. And then he realizes before it's, well, actually, when it is too late that, oh, Kang is bad. <laughs> well, I, I like the. Um, up, I, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I'm Majors. hoping, and I think they are, just based off Loki and the trailers, that they're approaching Kang with some subtlety as, like, he's yeah. he's an actual complex character. Because in the comics, I mean, Kang's a cool guy in the comics, but he's a very, like, uh-huh, mustache twirling type of villain in the comics. <laughs> yeah. It's and, like, I'm going to go back in time and become the ruler. Yeah, I don't but, hate that. Yeah. But I don't think that's what the MCU needs right well, now. Well, that's very much what he's going to do, though. He's going to try to conquer the universe and everything. Yeah. Or but, the whole but, multiverse. But I'm I'm hoping, and I, again, from, from what we saw in Loki and in the trailers, I'm hoping they handle him with a... He does have some complexity to him. He's not just constantly being like well yeah this has nothing to do with the movie but we're just talking now we're almost gonna end this it's credits now it's credits yeah but um another thing I like about Kang as the villain is that he is human yeah he's basically like in a lot of ways like a twisted version of Tony Stark Mm -hmm. and um yeah and he has powers through his technology and getting weapons from technology from the future there was a theory and, for a long time which is i think now debunked. he knows war like roman and like war tactics and spartan war ta- like he went back in time and like learn H- yeah well there's a theory that i think is now debunked that the kid from iron man 3 was king i think that's now debunked 
Because there's the yeah, he would be bone. Iron Lad yeah. in the comics. Iron because Iron Lad, Lad is King. Is King, yeah, just a, ver- a variant of him, which is yeah. a weird. It's a yeah, it's weird. Um, <laughs> I like how they've handled it though, where it's uh, Jonathan Majors. I think is a great choice. Yes, and um, how they're handling it. With... I wonder if they're gonna kill Ant Man. Oh, maybe we'll see. It looks bad because yeah. like it looks like he's gonna have to. Because he said we we can both lose or something like that. Like, but I, I like how they're handling it where it's like, uh, you know, there's a, a multiverse thing where there's multiple versions of Kang. So technically speaking, we don't know that the Kang that is in... I bet you anything. Quantumania They, they might is, even beat this Kang. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is We don't yeah. know for sure that the Kang that is in Quantumania is going to be the Kang that's maybe in Secret Wars. It just so happens to be just one of the variants. It might be, but we don't know. It doesn't matter. But they set us, they set us up in that in well, Loki. Well, basically, like, in Loki, and, he says when, when, she, when Sylvie kills him, he says, uh, see you. He's like, see you soon. Yeah. He's, he's like, you're going to release all my variants if you kill me. Yeah. He's and basically like, I'm the one that won. And if you kill me, who knows which version so it of me you're going to encounter you can, next. You're always gonna probably a, not going to be as nice as me. Basically, the whole idea <laughs> is you're, oh, there's always going to be another version of Kang Hellbent on destruction or something. Yeah. You know? No, but yeah, I, I like that they set up that doubt in there of like, we don't actually know even which variant of Kang this is that's going to be in Quantumania. Yeah. Which makes it easier for them to avoid accidentally releasing spoilers. No, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's smart. I think that's a good, anyways, good call. Spider-Man drum cadence. Yes. Duet. Piano concert. That must be what he played or something. <laughs> what else got? Spider-Man three. Um, you know, Here's the thing about Spider-Man 3. We had a fun time watching it. I always have a uh, fun time watching definitely. it. It's just long. Or it's, it feels long. It feels long, and it is the one that mars the trilogy. I mean, at least like with Indiana Jones, we can say it had a perfect trilogy. Yeah. We yeah. can't say that. Crystal Skull sucked. But that's not in the trilogy. I saw some YouTube video recently that Crystal was like... Crystal Skull's not the worst thing ever, though. Okay, I, so I, I saw, saw some YouTube video recently like it was defending Crystal Skull and why it's actually not as bad as everyone says. I watched it not too long ago, a couple years ago. Yeah. It is bad. It's yeah. not a good movie. Well, we'll see how Dial of Destiny does. I'm excited, but not. I'm trying to maintain <laughs> a healthy level of skepticism to not... Just in just in case. Well, anyways, oh, now it's just gonna give us Spider Man one, but um, <laughs> oh well, I guess we're doing two commentaries. Two commentaries. <laughs> we're going back to Spider Man one. Now, um, anyways, so we finished the Raimi trilogy. Um, we will be continuing the Spider Man movies. We're gonna move on to the Amazing Spider Man next. Yep, that's gonna be a hoot. <laughs> Which um, I have mixed feelings about. Uh, yeah. There are parts of it I really love and parts that I just hate. Andrew Garfield skating in uh, the hallway, long sleeve shirt. To some indie... uh, Indie music. To some hipster uh, folk rock stuff. But 2012 era, so... Yeah, yeah, very, very like Mumford and Sons type of stuff. (laughs) Lumineers. Yeah, yeah. Imagine uh, he's skateboarding in the skate park and serious seriously there's a whole sequence in the first one where there's a there's a sequence <laughs> that's just like lumineers and imagine dragons like rocks like and like yellow card rock and it's just, and i'm just like this is the most dated movie out of all the spider-man movies <laughs> yeah simply because of the music choice i don't hate that music 
No, but it dates it. But it da- yeah. it really dates and it. And he's yeah. wet and he's <laughs> and we'll get into it. But I do love I, I, I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider Man though. I, I it's like not it. his fault. I like Andrew Garfield. There's well, we'll, we'll the first get, Amazing Spider Man's good. We'll get I, there. I like there's it. parts that are really great. There's parts that are uh, <laughs> I'm, we'll get there. I want I would put the first Amazing <laughs> Spider Man above this one. I would too. I, we did our ranking. We did our Spider Man. What, yeah. what, what do we call it? The uh, <laughs> our it was uh, some play. It was like the amazing Spider Man. Yeah, that one. That's what, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, it was a. Uh, we did our well Spider-Man over rankings. a year ago. We did that last, and you know what? Like twenty twenty one. I say we should update the rankings when um across the Spider Verse comes out. We should, yeah. And we didn't include No Way Home in that ranking either. We didn't. Yeah. So, so we'll up, we'll be due to update that at some yeah. point. Maybe we'll bring a, a microphone to the theater and just record No Way uh, Across the Spider Home. <laughs> no, I, we're not. <laughs> no, uh, don't do don't be that person. Anyways, <laughs> we will see you next week for a random episode. I don't know. We're banking these. Yep. <laughs> we don't know when this is coming out. It could come out in order. That's when it comes out. Yeah, it comes out in order. <laughs> Before Amazing Spider-Man. No, that's for sure. Yeah. No, we're not going to release this <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man then this. But, um, and right now the Spider-Man 1 intro credits just playing. Just, yeah, webs and buildings and yeah, it's red just and blue. playing in the background here. I get to listen to Danny Elfman's theme again, which is that's fun. It's good stuff. Anyways, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Stay frosty out there. Um, and don't be like emo Peter Parker or... I mean, don't be... Well, Bully McGuire's a god, but don't be like him. We can't attain that, so... You don't want more of those guys right You don't around. want more of those guys. Until for grace, I hope you're having a great day. <laughs> this is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.